Oh, Dale. You're something. You are something. You're something, too. I want to roll you into a little ball and shove you up my vagina. You could just live there. It's warm and it's, it's cozy. In your vagina? Go on. <laughs> Justin's ready to go. He wants to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. What's going on, everybody? Hey. Feels like we're just here. I know, right? What's up with your eyes, dude? You're going crazy? Don't cry. This is not <laughs> that type of pod. Oh, it is. <laughs> I thought it was animal pod. <laughs> no, no, that's next week. This week we are talking uh, character actresses. Character actresses. Mm-hmm. But before that, and it seems appropriate to mention it now because the news just hit yesterday that we are about to have a new James Bond. Hell yes. I love that me and Dave were talking about it. Like two days before it announced, me and Dave were like, we would totally be cool with it being either a woman or a black uh, a black person. And <laughs> fate uh, <laughs> happened Not to, to say that us. we weren't cool for it being a black yeah. woman, but it happened It, it to turned be. out to be a black woman. So the, uh, the actress from Captain Marvel is going to be the new James Bond. Huh. I think it's awesome. I... I have no problem. The, these, I know the internet's going to explode. I haven't been on the internet today, but I can guarantee you that people are freaking the fuck out. Not British people, because they don't give a fuck. You know, it's only freaking this, Americans that care. Thing. It is their thing. So why I think Americans give a shit? That's more important than the sex or yeah, race. British is, as uh, British. That's what yeah, we yeah. said. So yeah. let's say the important part. Her name is Lashana Lynch. Lashana Lynch. Yeah. yeah. I tried to learn her name earlier too. So uh, Lashana. I'm assuming she's British, right? Yeah. Okay. You can almost guarantee it because me and Dave had watched uh, the Man from Uncle the other day, and we were watching Henry Cavill. Ooh. Yeah. And we we're like, man, he would make such a great James Bond if he wasn't American, you know? Because he, he's literally like James Bond. Have you seen Man from Uncle? Um, I don't think that With I have. Army Hammer, you'd love it, dude. It's, yeah. It's Guy uh, Ritchie, and it's fucking amazing. If you like Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. it's like. Other than maybe Mission Impossible, it's the best thing he's done. My least favorite thing he's done is uh, Superman, to be honest with you. You know, uh, I, I thought he did a good stuff. job at that, though. I mean, it's for what it's worth, he had horrible directors, horrible storylines. He was not the bad thing about all those Superman Isn't movies. Isn't there a new one in the works? No. The guy from Two and a Half Men was going to play Lux Luthor? Yeah, that's on TV. Oh, yeah, that's Supergirl, I think. That's oh, the Supergirl series. Okay. I mean, they did that Brightburn, which comes out in like two weeks now. I, I wanted to see it in the theater and never did. They're, they're pumping these things out on video early, man. Oh, good. Because, yeah, Brightburn comes out in like a week or so. So I've been yeah, eager to watch it. Yeah, I need to see that in Shazam. Yeah. I uh, think Shazam they... came out, comes out uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Tomorrow? In Redbox. Hell yeah. Uh, they don't, yeah, I guess it's tomorrow. They don't slow play movies anymore. I, I yep. was watching. I forget what movie it was, but they were filming and they would send the dailies off. Yeah. And then someone would immediately start editing because remember back in wow. the day how long we had to yeah. wait we had to wait like a year and a half back in yeah. the day when it was in the theater yeah. so by the, hadn't seen it, by the time was... the movie shot the first two-thirds of it's already been edited yeah like if i haven't seen it if something comes to the theater and if i hadn't gone seen it in the first three weeks now i'll just wait i'm just like it's gone three weeks yeah might as well i got another month and it'll be here that's why I want to see that midsummer. I'm hopefully I get to see it this week because if it goes till next week, I'll just wait. That's the yeah. only reason I like flying is they have movies. <laughs> yeah, Delta has movies. That yeah, are still all in those the movies are still mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. So on, I can watch almost two on the way up and two on the way back, still in the theater. Yeah, I was telling Dave, and uh, so I have uh, my wife's gone for two weeks to visit her brother and uh, sister-in-law, nephew in Houston. She usually goes in the summertime, so I have like two weeks to do whatever the hell I want. 
do projects around the house, go to the movies, watch a shitload of movies. So I started a list of, and I call it the Summer of Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've been working off my list. I've got a need to watch, and I watch. So I've since the last part, I've watched ten movies, and <clears throat> a lot of them, uh, most of them, I hadn't seen before. Two of them I had. Uh, one of one being The Man from U.N.C.L.E. and then I watched Wedlock last night, which was a rare, rare like early '90s. Yeah, that's um, a great Rucker, Rucker Howard. Yeah, about the uh, you know, explosive collars. Explosive collars. <laughs> yeah. The prison with no walls and you don't know who your partner is and if you're too far away from them they blow up and everything it was super fun uh but some of the movies and i'll, I'll mention the other eight movies that i watched and then i'll tell you which ones were the great ones and they none of them were bad mm. uh for sure so i watched the arrival trance oh, yes. the girl in the spider's web ready player one into the spider verse my friend <laughs> Dahmer, mother and i'm halfway through valerian hell yeah now which one is valerian Valerian's the Luke Basson movie. It's very computer uh, animated. It's got Dan DeHane in it, and they're gonna save the world. You, it, it was in and out of the theater like yeah, super quick, I but the people that. that watched it said it was really good. Mm -hmm. And so far, I'm a half hour into it. It's great. So to go back, Arrival's good. Arrival was good. It wasn't f phenomenal. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Blade Runner 2049, which was that other guy's movie. Good, but it was good and it had a lot of good visuals and everything. Nothing. Uh, bad about it. I'd probably give it like an 8 out of 10. Trance, another one. It was good. It mm. wasn't phenomenal. I, w I was expecting it to be... It wasn't trance enough. Uh, <laughs> I expected it to be more fucked up. I think they could have used so much more with Rosera Dawson going in his head and everything. I think mm -hmm. they could have done another 20 minutes of that shit and, and really gone like uh, fucked up on him, but they, they don't really do it. So that was a little disappointing. Loved the girl in the spider's web. Uh, it was... Uh, <coughs> Close who, di to who directed it? It wasn't the same. It movie. wasn't the same guy. It's it just a, It's like a sequel to just the uh, the other ones that came out. The Swedish ones. Uh, you could say it the other one too. Mirrors number two. What's that? Does it mirror number two? Like number one mirrored number one. Uh, well, there. This isn't a remake of any of those. This it's is like a, a whole new one. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole new. It's a whole new storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't okay. even written by that uh, Stag Larson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was good. They just used the uh, the Elizabeth Salander character. They used the Michael Blomquist uh, character, and they got different actors. And uh, Clara Foy is amazing in it. So that I would highly recommend. The best movie on here, and I don't know if you've seen this, but this was fucking phenomenal to the point where I'm actually angry at myself for not seeing it in the theater. And mm -hmm. on the way home, I'm gonna buy it because it's on Redbox. You can buy it for like three ninety nine. Is that Ready Player One? Oh, holy, really? Holy fuck, dude! See, and I I remember you being super excited about that coming out and wanting to see it in the theater, and you never went and saw yeah. it. And I was waiting to hear your opinion dude, on it. So I don't remember him like, being super we need to watch this yeah. if, next time you're over the house or next time you're over the house. Either way. Uh, is fucking phenomenal. Is it? Like, unbelievable. Like, I'm watching it, and I'm you're, like, on the edge of your seat like a Spielberg movie. It's he, he it's it's perfect. It's really perfect in every way. Good and, to know. And uh, that's a 10-plus. And this next movie, also a 10-plus. Probably uh, one of the best superhero movies ever made is that Into the Spider-Verse. Holy crap. I heard it's amazing. Oh, I haven't God, seen man. it yet, it's though. Better, it's, like, 10 times better than any other Spider-Man. I love the Spider-Man animated. Right? animated, mm -hmm. but so good. Who, all, who does the voice? Uh, well, it's... it's Dealing with the multiverse, so you've got five different Spider uh, uh, Spider Men, including Spider Gwen, and sp including the uh, Spider Ham. You know the the from, pig one from Simpsons. Uh, no, no, no. They, oh. <laughs> they made fun of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that wasn't even them making fun of this. They were making fun of the old uh, song. Oh, basically. I got you. Yeah. Spider Ham was actually a, a book that Marvel had. 
for like little kids where it was like a pig dressed up in a Spider-Man outfit, so he had the snout and everything. And a lot of people were surprised that they put him in there. But John Mulaney sounds like a superhero movie John, I'd watch. John, <laughs> John Mulaney does the voice, and it's of so pig? of the pig, and it's so fucking funny. But That's uh, even better. They have a Spider-Man noir where he's like Black. in this like shadow outfit and everything, and Nicolas Cage does his voice. So oh, nice. It's Miles Morales is he's basically the new Spider-Man in the comic series. There's a whole <coughs> line of comics about Miles Morales that's separate from Peter Parker, but it exposes the multiverse and how there's a Spider-Man in every different universe and everything, and they all come together for one uh, big thing. And uh, one of the actresses we play, uh, we uh, have on here, and I'll mention her later on, uh, is a, got a great role in there. My friend Dahmer, it was good. I think the Jeremy Renner version was a lot better. This was just him in high school and everything. It was difficult. Did they though, go up to the first murder? Almost right up to it, and they don't he, even show it. Because he killed yeah. his friend in his house. Uh, well, this this is based on a graphic novel about a guy that was the one of the only few friends he had in high school. And so the guy who was friends with him wrote the graphic novel. And and the kid who plays him in the movie is that kid from Hereditary, the, the, oh, yeah. the, the teenager. Mm-hmm. He's really good in this. This was a good movie, but it was, uh, it was very slow. Nothing happened, and what did happen was a lot of animal cruelty. Yeah, lot of animals. Not gonna watch yeah. that. Yeah, it was, it, it was hard to watch at times. But it was, uh, and it was about him. It was being weird. He did this thing around school, and his friends kind of. He had like three friends that were all for it. Where he pretended. Remember back in the eighties, you you were when you were pretending you were like mentally challenged, and you you did that thing with your hand, yeah. and, you, and you you kind of spazzed out and everything. He would do that around school and just make everyone uncomfortable. So he does it through the movie probably a hundred times, mm-hmm. where he's walking down the hallways and he'll come up to people and they bring him to the mall and have him do it. They almost like are using him as comic relief, his friends and everything. But you get to see him gradually becoming Anne Hesh plays his mom because remember. At some point, Anne Hesh and it, or the the mom and the dad get divorced, and he goes to live with the dad and the grandmother. That's basically where it ends. So basically, it's it's the prequel to the Jeremy Renner movie because Jeremy Renner movie takes place when he's living with the grandmother, all the way up until when he's doing all the killing and everything. So it was good, but it was uh, it was dark. Uh, talk about fucked up though. That mother, holy crap! Which one? Is That's that? the Darren Aronofsky movie with Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem. And, uh, I know it's. I know the movie. I don't know what it's about. It's. Uh, I had always heard that it was kind of a backdoor sequel to Rosemary's Baby, and I heard it was really fucked up. So I watched it, and it was two hours of insane, insane. Like you were on acid or something. Do you remember the scene in Requiem for a Dream where the where the mother is so speeded out that she thinks she's in the video game? She thinks she's in the the game show, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. goes on really hardcore for about ten minutes, where the walls are breaking down and the the refrigerator's chasing her and everything. Imagine two hours of that two straight hours of holy crap wow it's like a bad nightmare and because she's uh she's living at this house with her with her husband and at the very beginning <laughs> you of the movie studied for the wrong test uh, at the very beginning of the movie <laughs> she at the very beginning of the movie she, uh Javier and they're just living at this place and uh someone knocks on the door and it's ed harris and uh, his wife, Michelle Pfeiffer, and uh, they thought the house was a bed and breakfast, and the husband's so friendly that it just invites him in. And through the whole movie, you're like, why are these people in the house? And then they start breaking stuff around the house, and it's almost like a dream that you can't stop people from doing stuff. At the point, at, at one point, there's Sounds a thousand like- people at the house. And people are tearing the walls down, and people are like lighting stuff on fire, and you're like, 
and she can't help it and she you feel so bad for her that she cannot you don't know what's happening why mm. this is happening everyone's obsessed with the husband they think he's like the messiah so then eventually people and she's pregnant through the whole thing and it's it's really fucked up if you're if you're in the mood for a unbelievably fucked up movie i don't think i'm gonna watch uh, that that's that's the movie it's not bad it was good it was fucked up though and it was it was definitely uh, if you've seen any of Aronofsky's you kind of knew that it was going to be that wild mm-hmm. I think the only Aronofsky movie I hadn't seen is Noah and it might be the, it. that might be the only commercial one that he did and it might be good is that with, uh, with uh, Russell Crowe and Jennifer Connelly oh, I, I hear that, that Russell Crowe uh, series is good it's on Showtime's it's like the one service I don't have where he plays Roger Alias Alice Ailes. Uh, Ailes, is that what it is? Yeah. He looks just like him. They like put the fat suit on him and everything, and it's him just going nuts and having a scumbag. Whiskey and scumbag. cheeseburgers. <laughs> uh, but this, yeah, this plot, let's get back on track here, is going to be all Were we characters. ever on track? We no. were on it. Were we? Okay. <laughs> right when I said hello. Okay. <laughs> then we we started at some point, and that was... <laughs> and then we're here. <laughs> then we started to derail, and now we're back. I'd ask you what you guys probably haven't done much since we only did one of these four days ago, so um, anything interesting? I haven't had running water for two days. Ooh, wow. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's an adventure. You've yeah. been camping or I've something? Been, I've been camping, yeah. <laughs> you should come over, man. Do If you need to do laundry or anything. Well, I, fucking I appreciate it. They're working on the pump today. It'll, it, it should probably be fixed by today. Yeah, that would be shitty. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I can do a lot at the house. Luckily, so, as long as I, I have the creature comforts. Yeah, well, I mean, and luckily I had like uh, 20 gallons of water from the hurricane, <clears> you yeah. know. Um, so, oh, you have a rain collection type thing? Well, I no, bought... Bottled water. Uh, yeah, I bought oh, oh, four, water, yeah, gotcha. I bought four five-gallon jugs. From which hurricane know? was this, last yeah, year? I think it was Michael? last year. Whichever yeah. one was last Irma year. Michael is the one that Irma screwed up the... Irma was the, the bad Coast, one, man. I think, was it? Yeah. I just know that because me and my girl for like a month after it would constantly be going, Irma Gerd! <laughs> <laughs> for a whole month? <laughs> you guys are bored. We thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Somebody should have told you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Hell would oh, you, that man. was pretty funny. I thought so. <laughs> you know who's pretty funny? <laughs> for the funny. first few days. Oh, oh here, Justin's going to get us back. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, shit, he's going yeah. right in there too, man. Yes, so we've got 15 ladies on this list, all unbelievably accomplished. A lot of them you'll probably have to look up. I know Dave and Justin even had to look some of these names up because they're not familiar with a lot of the names. Uh, we can't all be next level. That's cool. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but Whoopi Goldberg, it's, I'm sure it's somebody that you did not have to look up. No. And unlike most people on these character actors list, she's won an Oscar. Oh, a lot really? of these character actors oh, yeah. on here yeah. uh, haven't won Oscars, but she has also made an entire career of playing supporting roles some of the ones she could carry the movie and everything back in the day but uh for the most part she comes in as like a a supporting character and she nails it i mean i mean unless you're looking at like sister act and everything i mean she obviously ruled that movie in that 92 or 93 was her big years what do you guys think of when you think of uh, movie wise when you think of Whoopi goldberg (laughs) you in trouble girl (laughs) molly you in danger girl (laughs) (laughs) i already have that slated for the name of this pod so nice (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for me, it's probably either Burglar or Jumpin' Jack Flash. Really? Yeah. Um, and But the thing is, is I kind of get them confused yeah, because it's I, been with, so long. I'm with you there. Those um, two are very similar. They came out the exact same time. Yeah. Um, and then also, my, my absolute favorite on the list is Eddie. Really? Oh and I put God. it on the list, but I had to, it's one of those ones that I can almost tell that you would know that more than anyone else. Yeah. She was the coach of the, uh, the basketball Ni- team, the right? The Knicks. The Knicks. Yeah. The actual Knicks. That's yeah. funny. The New uh, York Knicks? The New York Knicks. 
They yeah. actually suck, so I yeah. can imagine. <laughs> I don't think they're the Knicks anymore, are they? Or that's the... Uh, the uh, no, Brooklyn the is the Nets. Now. Yeah, the Nets changed, right? To Brooklyn. The Brooklyn, that's mm. right. That's the one the that Jay-Z owns? Is that the... That's the team Jay-Z owns, right? Maybe. The I'm Jersey. not sure. Yeah, I think it's Jay-Z owns it. <laughs> yeah, right? You guys don't know your basketball either? Uh, Damn! I, I haven't paid attention to sports for a while. But yeah, uh, in Eddie, there's um, a particular player that she's the coach of, and in real life, his name is Dwayne... <laughs> Dwayne Shinsis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you remember him? I don't remember him. So he huh. used to be a player at Florida. Um, and I grew up watching him oh, wow. play fun. basketball. And he was like... It's like if Joe Kim Noah was on it or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. big, goofy, white guy. Yeah, would, had a mullet, long hair. He, he unfortunately died a couple years ago. Did he? Uh, yeah, he did. Um, For but, a mullet? Yeah. <laughs> the way um, mullet. I've heard like, those things are dangerous. But the other thing is, is like... He was kind of an asshole. Really? So the best worst story I ever heard about him. Oh, here we go. Dirt. Yeah, he's got the dirt. Was one day he was on the corner uh, over by the O-Dome, you know, waiting across the street or whatever, and somebody was standing next to him, and they said, hey, Dwayne, how's the weather up there? And he spit on him and said, oh. it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> so He probably gets that so much. He had to come up with something. Right? That's pretty mild, too. Yeah. Well, it's salt so, now, but it used so to be So they funny. also, yeah. they told him he had to cut his hair because this was like back, you know, like late 80s, early 90s. They told him he had to cut his hair or he couldn't play ball. And he was like, no, fuck you. I'm not yeah. cutting my hair. So yeah. he got suspended. And he was like, he was a seven footer. You yeah. know what I mean? But he's in this movie. And he plays he's the center. Is he the yeah? He's yeah. he's a if you're foreign, seven foot. You if you're be the seven center. foot. You <laughs> yeah, the center. Yeah. Um, but he, point guard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Got a beaten crossover dribble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it bounces eight feet off the ground. Well, in this movie, he's like he plays like a foreign guy, mm. and he can't speak English, and the only thing he can say is Yvonne make basket. And so, like that, he's he's like comedy relief. That sounds relief. like a work around him being a terrible actor. Yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah, but you know. If I knew I was going to be the comic relief because of it, I'd be all for yeah. it. And and in, in, in the end, he's got a really good joke that comes around, you know. But uh, yeah, that was actually a really fun movie. It was not a great movie. I wouldn't recommend it. But to me, it was really fun. How about you, Dave? Oh, Ghost would be Ghost yours. Ghost would be the only Man, thing. Do you that... remember how long I was thinking of this the other day? Do you remember how long that was in the theater? A long time. Fucking, like, it was in the theater like eight It was a goddamn phenomenon. I saw it at least, I saw it at least three times in the theater. And I, the first time, it was like unbelievably amazing how great it was. The bad guy, I really liked the bad guy. Yeah, that guy. And what's awesome about it is, I mean, it's a, like, a love story for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a straight up love story and it has some seriously cheesy stuff in it, but the movie was so good that that you could care less. Yeah. I'll I'll put up with the pottery scene when I realize Tony Goldwyn's his friend and he's going to screw him over and you got that guy that he hired to kill him and Mm. just that whole thing. Unchained Melody went to number one on the charts. After oh yeah, oh, after yeah. it had been released 30, 30, 30 yeah, years, exactly. years earlier, that's insane. It, it sure as shit, it made them famous, man. I love when um, she's the medium and she's yeah. sitting in the chair. Oh, and when the, you first meet her, yeah, like, yeah, and the guy like gets in and he's like Dolores, you know, or whatever her <laughs> yeah. name is, you know what I mean? Like, Someone jumps into her, yeah, yeah and, and there's like a line of ghosts yeah. waiting, you know what I mean? Like that was that was. And a she neat gets pissed scene. and kicks them all out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love when she's at the uh, she's at the bank. 
and Patrick Swayze's not telling her how much money that she's supposed to be there getting because remember the whole thing is about the Tony Goldwyn screwing yeah, out yeah, his yeah. money mm-hmm. and everything. And remember, he is there in the bank talking to Oda May uh, while she's dealing That's with him, the bank yeah. manager and everything. And uh, she finds out the amount. She screams it and everyone freaks out yeah. and everything. And Patrick Swayze's like, calm down, calm down, calm down. Just mm-hmm. sign the t- check. Just sign it. And I just <coughs> love that whole dynamic between her and Patrick Swayze, you know, mm-hmm. where they could like, they just... There was like a comic relief between those two guys. It was like a buddy comedy watching them go. Yeah. And you had uh, obviously Demi Moore in it, but she had to play that kind of role that wasn't as she, fun. Oh, she was the nurse in Girl Interrupted, right? The head yeah. nurse? Yep. She was, she was great that. in Girl Interrupted, man. I loved her in the Star Trek Generation. She was the bartender on the series. And mm. then she came back to be the bartender oh, I remember uh, that. In, in the movies, too. Huh. Yeah. Uh, just to go through a couple of more of the movies here, obviously The Color Purple is where she came on everyone's radar. She was really great, but remember how young she was in Color Purple? Oh, yeah. Rewatch Color Purple, man, to see how young she is. Also, see how amazing that movie was. It was a great Spielberg movie. You know what else is? Ready Player One. (laughs) (laughs) She was uh, in Loaded Weapon 1. Yeah, uh, who did she play? Do you remember? (laughs) She was Samuel Jackson's, like, partner that had gotten killed. Oh, wow. That's funny. (laughs) And she had this huge huge like her hair was you know done up and all these uh dreads and everything and it was super big wow, like oh it was so funny uh fatal she's, beauty that's the one with uh she's blown up now though right oh she's on the view i mean right. that's all she isn't does that now. a huge it is thing yeah yeah i mean it's huge it's one of the big t- daily talk shows for sure uh, and she's been on that. I love Soap Dish. Do you remember Soap Dish? Vaguely. How many people were in that movie? It was yeah, like I remember Sally that. Field, uh, uh, Elizabeth Shue, Kevin Klein, Robert Downey Jr., uh, obviously Whoopi Goldberg. And it was all the behind-the-scenes stuff of a soap opera being made, and it was super, super funny, man. Uh, made in America, that was that stupid movie that she did. Remember she was dating Ted Danson? And, uh, oh yeah, and it, that's it was right. Car movie or something. And well, remember, she found out that he was like uh, the father, the of sperm child, donor, the sperm donor. Yeah, movie. yeah. That's... And he played the car dealership with a big cowboy hat and everything. Mm. It was funny, man. It was uh, what was the what was the premise of the movie? She found out that he was the father of her daughter or something like uh, that. He was the sperm donor that donated okay. to her, and her daughter wanted to find out who he was. Uh, Corinna, Corinna, I loved uh, 1994. It was her and uh, she was the maid for. Um, Ray Liotta and his daughter. They had a uh, Ray Liotta's wife died, and it was basically uh, him trying to raise his daughter by himself. And I think it's the little girl. Uh, I think it's the little girl that uh, from Napoleon Dynamite, his girlfriend, that when she was super young, because she did a lot of movies when she was super young. Remember, she was in Waterworld and a bunch of those mm-hmm. movies. I think that was her, and uh, it was good. It was really really fun. I want to know who she's in uh, Little Rascals. I really want her to be Buckwheat's mom. I'm not sure if she is, but man, I hope she's Buckwheat's mom in <laughs> <and the> Little <laughs> Rascals because that would just make me laugh. Sister Act, obviously, the first one. Uh, and that was a movie that was super popular at the time. I mean, we had seen that already in We're No Angels and it, uh, really well done, in my opinion. Um, yeah, the movie just... She was Buckwheat's mom. Oh, that's Whoa. awesome. Uh I mean, if you had to guess, that's a good one. For me, when I saw Sister Act, I, I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as Nuns on the Run. I think which was the same exact thing. <laughs> oh, that dude, Robbie, Robbie Coltrane. Coltrane. And I loved Idol. Sister Act, dude. I must have seen that Sister movie Act. thirty times. Yeah, it was man. good. Do you ever see Nuns on the Run? Um, I think I did with Robbie Coltrane and uh, Eric Idle, and they were uh, the mob was about to kill him, so they ran in. It was great because it was it was the guys pretending to be the nuns. And yeah, shitloads yeah, of nudity. Yeah, I do it remember that. It was just that. really really fun British comedy. I loved it. Uh, Lauren Hill was in Sister Act too. 
from the Fugees. Oh, really? Yep. I she never was... saw Sister Act 2. I definitely saw the first one, but not the second one. And it was good. I like, Wasn't Harvey Keitel the main mobster that was after her? I'm pretty sure. Uh, that I don't remember. Uh, uh, only other one on here, Boys in the Side. Boys in the Side was great. It was popular back in the day. I was working at the video store when that movie came out, and people were uh, obsessed with it. That had chick like, movie? Uh, yeah, it was a chick movie, but it had like Drew Can Barrymore. Can we say that? Is, that? is that sexist? Is it? Probably. Maybe. Chick is one of the. Uh, I use that term a lot, so hopefully that's not going to be. Uh, I use it in the most affectionate way. Hey, we came up with a whole podcast for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, that's why I didn't want to use it during not, this it's podcast. Not, it's not the Chick Pod. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, know. So, I, I haven't put it up yet. You just yeah. if we're being if we're yeah maybe you can go. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be like what pod? What is it? I wonder what he said. <laughs> All right, so that's Whoopi Goldberg. 176 movies she had done. We didn't. And, we usually yeah, we say usually the leader first. I, it's on the first page. Is it? Is that who the who is the no, uh, no. To the top, lowest amount? Top right. Oh yeah. And the very last person is the, which is weird. That last person to be only 47. She is so recognizable and, and went crazy in the 80s. Look at those movies. Oh uh, yeah. That's like a fucking resume right there. I don't think she's with us anymore too. Um, I think Mary Ellen Trainers did. Uh, we'll get to her. But yeah, that it. It makes sense that that first page, that's the uh, the big dog right there. So, another huge she one had here. Long, she had a long... She's still acting. She's in a TV show with Tom Arnold right so now. So, like, 70 years almost, probably. Yeah. I mean, she was on... Uh, let's go to her next. Let's <laughs> go. We're going right. <laughs> I'm gonna we can do whatever we want. Yeah, we're, we're talking <laughs> Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman is, was on Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. I mean, she was huge on Mary Tyler Moore, and then she went on to Who Rhoda. was she on Mary Tyler Moore? She was the neighbor. She was the neighbor. She okay. was the neighbor that lived next to him, and remember Rona eventually uh, moved in next door, uh, and she's been in TV forever. She went on to do, you ever watch Raising Hope back in the day? Uh, really, really funny show on Fox called Raising Hope, and now she's on some TV series with Tom Ronald. Uh, so she's the big dog. She's got 286 on here, and so she's been acting in sh- for a very long time, and she had done a ton of... Uh, what, Mel Brooks movies, which I'm surprised she didn't have a cameo. Uh, you, in, like, it's Space weird. Dogs. You got the dates down here. I didn't think Young Frankenstein was that old. Oh shit, yeah, yeah. I thought that was like eighty. No, no, huh. it's definitely the seventies because you think I of guess. Mel Brooks. Well, career. Terry Goss, she was really young. Yeah, she was super young in that. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. One of the first things she was on is she was super young in Butch Cassidy. I love Butch Cassidy. We haven't surprised. We haven't talked about it much, but it is a '60s movie. We're waiting for our '60s pod. Uh, <laughs> you can have it. a guest star on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be surprised that you could find five movies from the '60s. I bet if you, you I could. You got you got problems, I man. I guarantee you, I can't. I, I guarantee you, I could send you a list of 20 movies later on today from the '60s that you know perfectly well. Okay. All right. You're on. I'm on. <laughs> I <laughs> think you underestimate. His his estimation of his deficiency. <laughs> well, you ever seen Psycho? Never seen it, huh? Um, <laughs> That's one. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. To that. Yeah. Uh, He's Butch Cassidy. Say no. you never saw, you, so you never saw Butch Cassidy as a no. kid. One of Paul Newman and Robert Redford's best movies of all times, man. Loved it. Famous ending. Loved that whole movie. Yeah, I've, I've heard all about it. I've just never actually oh, seen man. it. Oh, man. You need to do some research here. <laughs> uh, Last Picture Show. I loved uh, Last Picture Show. It was one of those movies that you didn't expect it to be as raunchy as it was. It huh. was uh, Peter Bogdanovich, and it was the. <laughs> he's the look- kind of a. He's got a legendary reputation for being kind Peter of. Peter Bogdanovich? A, Does a, he? A womanizer. Really? Back then. Oh, I had never heard that. Not. <laughs> not, sure you're not spreading rumors that aren't. Uh, I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it went to a criminal level. I no, think. He well, just, I wouldn't say that, but he was one of the Corman guys, and uh, 
uh, I definitely had never heard that. He's uh, last picture show was really good. It was done in black and white, but it didn't have to be done in black and white. And it was telling the uh, the life of uh, Jeff Bridges and Timothy Bottoms in that really small, small town. And uh, Sybil Shepherd was in it and everything. But you're watching it. And you have a feeling that you're you're gonna watch this movie about uh, almost a Leave It to Beaver type <laughs> style of uh, of non debauchery, and the whole movie was debauchery in black and white, and it seemed like very weird that you're watching so much goddamn nudity huh. in this movie. And Sybil Shepherd completely nude, them all uh, uh, getting involved in like drugs and alcohol and shit. And you're like, holy crap! It's like the underbelly of what was going on in small town America in like that era. Of debauchery has always been, like, been debauchery. Yep, that's what it is. <laughs> in the Roman times. I, I think that's the, uh, and it, it got him a lot of fucking uh, show from that. Uh, and Cloris Leachman, I mean, she was one of the uh, the girlfriends in that. She was really great. Uh, Young Frankenstein, probably one of the more recognizable. They aged her, like, super uh, big in that movie. She's probably, they aged her probably 15 to 20 years than what she was. But she was obviously famous for the Fell Brooker uh, line <laughs> where she screamed. <laughs> really fun. High Anxiety, do you remember that? That's another Mel Brooks movie yeah, yeah, yeah. where he was constantly uh, in fear of everything and he had to be on the, like, psychiatrist couch through the whole movie. And it was just nothing but all those Mel Brooks actors coming in to play off of him. And it was really, really good. And Bancroft was in it super super fun uh she had her cameo like everyone else in the world in the muppet movie i can't remember what her specific cameo is in that movie i'm wondering if she was the secretary um in that movie history of the world another great mel brooks movie that i loved this next one 1987 it's uh arguably one of the more rare movies that i'm surprised anyone even knows and justin even knows this sucker yeah. it's 1987's walk like a man do you yeah. remember that we so used to howie watch that back mandel, howie mandel right? yeah where he was just uh he thought he, he, was, thought a he was a dog, dog. yeah so you yeah. just got to see howie mandel be weird yeah. the whole movie man <laughs> pretty much and pretend to like pee on people's legs and yeah remember they brought him to the mall and he's on the escalator and he's going into the place and they eventually put him in a suit because he's i think he was raised by dogs or something but then he found out it was that some he was plausible pro- backstory yeah, well he <laughs> yeah. found out he was from this rich family who they took him in and everything and they have to it was like a fish out of the water but they had to put him in a suit and everything and so in the middle of boardroom meetings he's like running across the table and yeah it's outburst it's just the howie mandel show to watch him be him because a lot of people forget how he kind of started as a stand-up comedian, as doing voices. Remember, he was the voice of Gizmo. He's the voice of Bobby He's from a, Bobby's World. Yeah. He did a baby voice for a Bobby's cartoon. Bobby's World. Bobby's World. Bobby's World. Yeah, yeah. Bobby's World? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's Bobby's World. Hey, that's pretty you know? good. That's <laughs> pretty good. And it's very similar to the Gizmo voice. He's, he's a big-time game show host now, isn't he? Well, now he's on the... Uh, America's Got uh, America's Talent. America's Got Talent. Oh. That's his big thing. That's, well, he was doing Deal or No Deal. Right he was there. doing Deal or No Deal. And they actually brought yeah. it back, but I don't think it lasted Deal or No Deal. Uh, this next movie is probably one Deal. of <laughs> probably one of your favorites with Cloris Leachman. Uh, uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies. Hell yeah, man. man! I mean, she seems perfect for that role. She's the grandmother, oh, yeah. grandmother yeah. man. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I used to love that woman that played oh, yeah. her back in the on she the was old TV show. She was show. the best part of that old. TV oh, yeah. She really was. Yeah. And so I knew they were going to cast somebody really well, and that was one of the ones where they really nailed it. Uh, I loved her in uh, Bad Santa as the kind of the out of it grandmother that was yeah. just in the I'll house. I'll fix the whole you guys time. some sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want bologna sandwiches? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember in the Longest Yard or I in think Scar- she was the secretary yeah, that's right. in the you Longest said- Yard. Yeah. Yeah. And he had to ha- he had to steal the plans from the guards, so <laughs> he, she kept trying to seduce him. Yeah. When uh, what's his name? 
God, she's got to be up there. She's got to be Adam in her Sandler. Sandler yeah. yeah, I would think she's either late 90, 80s or early nineties. Yeah, she how, looked at, in that movie. Is. Well, now she definitely <laughs> looks. I, I don't remember in Beer Fest. Do you remember in Beer Fest? Yeah, she was Gam Gam. She was Gam. She was the whore. I've only seen well, that of once. Course. I've only she seen played it once. Gam Gam. <laughs> yeah. That was the great thing about Cloris Leachman, to be honest with you. And she had no problem playing gross or nasty. The, that show, Raising Hope, she was. It was nothing but her. Doing physical comedy or be, or doing gross out comedy. She was kind of nasty and she loved it, man. She loved she playing is that role. She's ninety three years old. God, man, and yeah, she's on that new uh, that Tom Arnold series with I don't know who else is in that series, but it's we need to make a movie with her, Betty White, and Angela Lansbury. Yeah. <laughs> well, Betty they're White's, all still alive. Yeah, that's but Betty crazy. White's not It'd be dead. a very slow movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the difference. Cloris Leachman's still all there. Uh, Betty White. It's not there anymore. Aww, that's why you don't see her anymore. That's too we, bad. We saw her on that one award show, and, and that was it. Yeah, we yeah. we could tell on the award show that she's because yeah, two or three years earlier she was pretty she was funky. Fun. Yeah. yeah, and she was on that hut in Cleveland, and she was doing stuff, and people she was on all sorts of talk shows. But then you could tell at the award show, yeah, her age is finally caught up. Yeah, uh, Angela Lansbury. I mean, we haven't seen her in friggin' I don't know. I remember when's the last time we Murder, saw her. She wrote. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Reruns on PB yeah. on the Boston TV station Does when I not did Grimm. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. Unless you were that age, I no, guess. That that You're better off watching Monk. Or, yeah. yeah. What was or, the other? The in in the heat of the night. That old cop show. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That, that one. That one's up. better. I think. Yeah. That one holds up. I mean, we're probably <laughs> still, we're probably as racial problems as it was when that show was very true. I mean, we're probably Angela Lansbury's age when she did Murder She Wrote She's probably did when she was forty or fifty. I, I love that that uh, and we've talked about it before that that um, Wilfred Brimley thing is a thing where people oh yeah yeah uh, Wilfred Brimley was like fifty or fifty one when he did Cocoon so when anyone turns fifty it's like the they always mention he is now the age that Wilfred Brimley was in Wilfred Cocoon Brimley's like fuck you because uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul Rudd just hit that <clears throat> yeah and it's just weird Paul Rudd should not be the same Paul age. Rudd looks thirty yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's the same age. And Wilford Brimley, Brimley, be honest, he looks sixty when he was fifty. Yeah, yeah. that's but what it was. He he almost looked seventy when he was fifty. He also had diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> he didn't say. I think he's still alive too. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Check him up. I'm pretty sure Wilford Brimley. He alive. sold insurance. He did Metamucil. My favorite thing, thing he ever yeah, did so, besides Raymond Williams yeah. was the cameo he did in, in uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. And that's probably the last time I saw him. But I'm pretty sure he's still alive. But they put a bag over Kramer's head and yeah. put him to an unknown black site because yeah, he was like the, uh, he was throw, he wasn't picking his mail up. Yeah, he was the postmaster <laughs> general. The postmaster general, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next person here, while Justin's looking up uh, the great Wilford. Is uh, 84 years old. Yep, that's it. Still I yeah. thought he was older than I that. I guess he was older. Because yeah. he did. He looked like he was 70 when he was 50. Yeah. You know? Just, like, and that mustache. But to be honest with you, if I grow out my beard and I grow out, yeah. it's yeah. white. Yeah. And I look 20 years older yeah, yeah, than yeah. I am. Yeah. It's true. All right, this next lady, and this is one that a lot of people will have to probably look up her face because she's got a name that just doesn't uh, uh, resonate to a lot of people at first. But once you see her uh, her face, you'll totally know she is, and she has been in the business for a while, and she's got 204 movies. And this is the great Lynn Shay. I love Lynn Shay. I've loved her all the back in the day. I All these movies that we have on here, I remember fondly with her. And, and weird enough, the I mean, she got super famous <laughs> It took her whole career to be able to probably resonate with millennials, and that's the 2010 thing of Insidious. I mean, she's the yeah. she's the woman that comes to clean the house. You yeah. know, when the house is like she's the version of the little lady from, from Poltergeist. Pol- from Poltergeist, yeah. exactly, and she's really good in that role too. But when I think of her, I Kingpin. Kingpin she's the that's yeah, that's yeah. The okay. Very Kingpin's first thing. <laughs> 
for me, <laughs> weird enough, it's she's plays a random reporter in Brewster's Millions where she's screaming over the crowd, Mr. Brewster, Mr. Yeah, Brewster. Yeah, yeah. Huh, that's, that's all right. I th- hear of when I see her uh, face is screaming Mr. Brewster. Well, I also remember from Critters, she was really great in the movie Critters. Was she in Dumber Dumber? Dumb and Dumber. Um, she must have been the mom of the uh, Mary Swanson or something. Because oh, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah, her. Sort in of that. I think Mary Swanson's mom was Terry Gar, wasn't she? I'll and that, yeah, pull, pull up who she was in Dumb and Dumber. She was really great. Uh, I love the Hidden. I haven't talked to Hidden at all on this. That was such a great movie, man. Well, I can't remember. She was just a random character actor in there, uh, character actress. But the Hidden was the movie where. Uh, the alien came to Earth, and he was obsessed with heavy metal music and fast cars. So, and the there was another alien that very similar to I Come in Peace, where there was another uh, alien there trying to stop that alien, but he kept jumping from body to mm-hmm. body. And there was one of the best special effects scene that used to creep me out because it looked so nasty, where the uh, the alien would op- open the host's mouth in like this big, thick, like. Um, slug or something would come from his mouth and it was almost so big of a slug it wasn't this little slug it was almost so big that his mouth had to open his jaw up and it transferred into the other person's mouth and they would show this scene while it's while it's happened it wasn't this quick scene uh, and it was nasty man it was really nasty sure, but this it was such a fun the, movie man the guy that wrote Existence is that his is it his movie no it wasn't <laughs> but it was it was very similar to that uh, kind of like gross out body horror type of stuff like that uh, running Man, I'm not sure who she played. She must have played one of the people that worked with Richard Dawson. It's just like perfect or, for her. Or super fan. Or it could have been a super fan. They had some super fans. Yeah. <laughs> not the, old, the great old lady who was my yeah. favorite in that movie. Um, what did she, who did she like? He's a, uh, well, she liked Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Okay. Yeah, she was great. <laughs> uh, Pump Up the Volume she was in. She was in The New Nightmare. What you got there? Uh, I don't Couldn't know, Mrs. Nugenbaum or something it's like that. Nugenbaum, yeah, Nugen, <laughs> Nugenborin. Oh wait, isn't yeah? She was the woman that uh, was uh, Jeff Daniels was delivering her uh, dog to her, and the dog oh, had a puke all over him and everything. Yeah. Yeah, you may just have to run a comb through him. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Nugenbaum's uh, dog. Yeah, yeah, that was really great. Uh, a couple of the other movies on here. I love Last Man Standing. That was that great Bruce Willis, Bruce Bruce Willis, Willis movie. Man, she was really great. Uh, something about Mary. She yeah. was so funny. The, she, she was really funny. She was the one. Cameron with the, Diaz's uh, neighbor with the that dog. Had the dog. Okay. Remember yeah. they hunted the dog outside <laughs> yeah. the window at, at one point, and she had like a like a spray, spray tan, tan like that kept going worse darker than this worse. table, man. Yeah, it like, was like leathery as hell. Yeah, man. oh, it did too. That like, was the great thing about her in her early career that she was that kind of girl that was all about doing like the uh the kingpin or the dumb and dumber movies where she didn't mind look, making herself look stupid or gross but then now job she's, is a job man yeah and well she she got the comedy in with it too mm-hmm. but by the time insidious came up to come out and she's been in all those sequels there's been a bunch hasn't there oh there's yeah been at least two but hasn't there been offshoots of that I always confuse she's my sting- offshoots of the Insidious with my offshoots of the Conjuring. Yeah, They're the very Conjuring. Similar the Conjuring movies. has the offshoots. Insidious okay. is just, just Insidious. insidious okay. Yeah, but I think there's three. Yeah, of them. I think there is three. Yeah. yeah, and she's in all of them because she was really great. She's got. <laughs> a, she aged really well, where she has that very unique, great look. For some reason, I get her confused sometimes with Linda Hunt. You know who oh she yeah, is? Melinda Hunt's like four foot eight. Right? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, but like I, I don't know why, but yeah. I sometimes I get do them love confused. Linda Hunt. She's yeah. the uh, principal from Kindergarten Cop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and from uh, If Flicks Could Kill. Yeah, that's, that's where I pulled <laughs> yeah. up to look at her. Yeah. yeah. Linda Hunt. Uh, <laughs> I love her. We could have her easily on this. 
All right, but she's not. Sure, she's not. So we <laughs> she will is continue. Now. We will continue with this great actress. I loved her in several of these flicks here. Uh, uh, two of them, oh, not like three or four of them, I love on the air a, a lot. And that's uh, Mary Kay Place. You might have to look her uh, picture up, but if you were, grew up in the 80s like we did, uh, you definitely know who she is. 135 movies. I loved Mary Kay Place. Do you remember her? Uh, Modern Problems. She's the girlfriend. She, she's the girlfriend. You drive a Porsche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the best line for her, man. Uh, if you have not seen that uh, movie. It's hard, man. That was one of the movies Modern I Modern Problems is, is dumb. $45 to buy the DVD. Awesome at the same wow. time. Yeah, $45 to buy the DVD. It was like, you can buy it digitally, I think, for that. That like must 10. have been Dabney Coleman's heyday, right? In oh, yeah. 81 yeah. must oh, yeah. have been 81. His... You, that was right around the time as 9 to 5 when, and yeah. uh, all those movies <laughs> that he was. God, man, yeah. That was my favorite line from that movie. Uh, you own a Porsche, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> really that funny. And, and when, he, when he's snorting the, the demon oh, powder. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> That's another movie I'm surprised you've seen. It's very I love rare it. and loves random, it. He's a huge... Chevy Chase fan. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, you got to imagine if you're, if you're a Chevy fan. I, but there are even some Chevy movies that like, like oh, uh, oh, Heavenly Dog or Over the some, Under the Rainbow that a lot of people don't even know. Seems about, like old man. times. Foul Play. That seems was, like old times. Seems like one. old times is a very rare one. If you're, have you ever seen Seems Like Old Times? No, that's the one that's with the one. That's the one. Goldie Hawn, right? Yeah, Chicken Pepperoni. Charles Grodin. Mm. Uh, Charles Grodin's so brilliant in that movie, man. The doggy. Uh, pick up the gringos and chew them all to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Private Benjamin was one of my favorite movies growing up. Yep, she was one of the uh, privates in there, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Another movie that I immediately go to when I think Mary Kay Place, a lot of them here, but The Rainmaker. She played the mother of the dying kid. Yeah, yeah, she that's right. She was so good. good in this movie, mm. man. I go back and watch that a few Me times. Too. It's a really fun movie to watch. Man. I like... Danny DeVito's character uh, in that. Uh, Mickey Rourke's Mickey character. Rourke's. Even Roy Schneider as the asshole yeah. CEO, yep. man. Mm-hmm. What, I don't know what version. you Do you have it on, D- on DVD? Probably not. Uh, probably uh, not. I don't think that was one of the ones I gave you. But next time we're over something and we've got like a half hour to kill. There's a documentary on there which shows a lot of uh, the film style that Francis Ford Coppola does. He plays a lot of those acting games. Where all the and these are famous actors that yeah. have been doing it for years that don't really need to be doing acting games, but because Francis Ford Coppola, you do so if big, you want to be on a Francis Ford Coppola. It, it's yeah, right. where, where they like are all in a semicircle and they <laughs> pretend to throw like a really heavy ball to the next person, mm-hmm. and you're watching them do it, and you're like, wow, this is wild, man, and you get to see him do like it's three like or improv four, turning. yeah, just just yeah. to keep you kind of like up between uh, shots and everything, and you don't normally get to see actors do that that aren't in theater or like early on in their career. So it's interesting to see Danny. To DeVito doing it to John Voight and John Voight doing it to uh, Roy Schneider and you're like wow this is so weird to see huh. a lot, really good documentary if it if it stuck with me it's it's definitely memorable the other one on here that I immediately go to is Captain Ron yeah, like Mark Short's wife if we get lost we'll just pull over somewhere and ask directions <laughs> <laughs> I love when he lost his or he has the eye patch on, on the, the wrong, wrong eye, eye. Yeah. they think he's dead <laughs> or when he loses the eye and it kind yeah. of bounced it yeah. away one of my favorite random lines to that movie is where Martin Short and Mary Kay Pace are having sex in the boat and uh in the shower, yeah, right? In the shower, yeah. something, just to hear Kurt Russell. They're asking, "Where are my parents? There, oh, where's my dad? He's downstairs playing hide the salami with your mom." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
really, really funny. That man. was a really fun movie. Uh, other movies on here. Uh, I haven't watched The Big Chill in a while, but I should go back and watch it because it stars like the ten huge actors. Judd Hurt on uh, that. I think it's. I think I always confuse The Big Chill with um, News Radio. No, Saint no, Elmo's Fire. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. The, there's like three that were all large. Isn't that the one with the, uh, the Big Chill? Is the one with uh, Bo Bridges? He might. I be. think he's got it's both a of them. It's a huge cast, man. If you take up the one cast of, them's of the like big a piano chill, player, I'm no, pretty... that's the fabulous Baker Boys. Oh, okay. That that's they what were it both is. in it. Yeah. Okay. Now, Big piano, Chill yeah. had like Je- I think it was Jeff Goldblum, Kevin Klein. A lot. It was of just a relationship really... movie, right? It was. Like, it was similar to like it was, intertwined. It was like shit friends. Going on it took between... place in New Orleans, though, right? I don't know. I think Probably. that's why it's called the Big Chill. Maybe that's a good guess. There was. I think it's about it like right. most of those movies that were very similar to like St. Elmo's Fire. Grand Canyon was a, also it was a group of friends from their like twenties that have reunited in their like late thirties and kind of thing, and they're dealing with all their problems and everything. It's a high. <laughs> movie. I can't think of anybody I hung out in my twenties that ever want to see again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a couple. Sorry, Not sorry many. guys. <laughs> you I know, know, just joking. You know how many people you just hurt their feelings that are listening Zero. to us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, being John Malkovich, one of my favorite roles of her is that secretary that can't hear anything. I don't understand a thing you're saying. To me. Oh, okay. <laughs> she huh. was really great in that. Pecker, I think she was like, wasn't she the mom of either uh, uh, Eddie Furlong or Christina Ricci? I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, Pecker's one of my girls' favorite movies, and I haven't watched it in so long. It, you got to be. It, it's one of the more tolerable John Waters mil- movies, but. Uh, <laughs> Because a lot of people have problems with John Waters. I'll I watch all John Waters movies, mm, but I, the only one that's a really kind of it's it's kind of weird is Pink Flamingo. Oh, Pink Flamingo. Pink Flamingo is the kind of the trailer weird park one. with the big girl. Yeah, this, there's mm. some nasty stuff in there. Uh, yeah. which, I think it's more the subject matter than the movie uh, because Cecil being invented was totally watchable. Yeah. And really good. Uh, it was I, good. I also liked there was he did, uh, movie he did that I really you, liked. Not hairspray. He did. Yeah, I think it was not. Maybe it was hairspray or hair. 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 No, one's remember. a play, one's a movie. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, Mary Kay Place was also in Girl Interrupted, which was a fabulous movie. That I don't know how long it's been since you guys seen that movie, and you mm-hmm. probably forget how many great Whoopi actresses Goldberg. came out of that movie, man. Absolutely, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Silver City, I can't remember. That was the guy from. Uh, I remember what it was, but I don't remember the details. That was what was the actor Chris Cooper was running for office in that movie, and it was all the stuff that was happening around him. Chris and Cooper, then it's complicated. from like the Kingdom. Uh, yeah, Chris Cooper. Yep. Uh, it's like complicated. Was a big movie, but I had never seen it, so I just put it on here, just to give her a do because it was a uh, was that Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin, I think. Let me guess. It like, got nominated for an Oscar. Meryl Streep I think she's got it yeah right I have to get contractually obligated to nominate for at least one I laugh at that with my uh, my wife because we're watching that Big Little Lies on HBO and it's fucking amazing it's amazing and it's like HBO cannot do any wrong man it doesn't even matter what the subject matter it was uh, and I don't know if you know anything about Big Little Lies they, it was like uh-uh. five different women who are kind of interconnected by some crime that they committed at the very end of season one hmm. and uh, against one of the main actors. And uh, Meryl Streep comes in season two as his mother who enters the picture knowing s- something doesn't smell right about it and everything and she's figuring everything out. And when we're watching it, I'm like, man, TV actors are freaking out because Meryl Streep's now going to win all the yeah. fucking... Like, God she's going to win Emmys all the TV too? awards. Yeah. The right? Emmys too. But when you watch yeah. it, you're like, this is why Meryl is fucking crazy and, and really good at the stuff she is. She can drop into any role. How many Oscars does she have? Well, not as many as nominations. How I, many Oscars she, does she, she have? She might have two Oscars, but you, you mean think only she has... one more than Sandra Bullock? I think she won for out of. <laughs> I think she won for out of Africa and uh, well, Sandra Bullock's good, man. I know. Uh, 
that was a backdoor slam at Sandra Bullock. Uh, no, it was a front door slam. <laughs> it was a front door slam. <laughs> <laughs> it was right out there. I love Sandra Bullock, man. You can't knock Sandra Bullock. She's uh, gotten better, I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, you might not like the subject matter of some of her mo- uh, movies, but hell, if you watch Miss Congeliata, it's better than you think it is. <laughs> Meryl Streep has like 21 nominations. Yeah, and For I Oscars think like two. Oh, yeah. I think she won out of Africa. 21 nominations. Yeah, it, she's crazy. in it. She's great, you know. If she's in it, she's nominated. Yeah. Uh, all right, this next actress, and this actress was, was huge in the 90s. I mean, so huge that every one of these movies, except for one, and there's like 14 movies here, were all in the 90s. And then she's kind of disappeared. I think she's doing a little bit of TV here and there. Uh, and this is the fabulous, and she did 156 movies. <laughs> Apparently 150 of them were in the 90s. Was the <laughs> great Janine Garofalo. Yeah. I always loved Janine Garofalo. I always had like a minor crush on her because I thought she was... I re- artsy yeah when i think of and her a little I, dirty i think of her <laughs> i don't mean that in a bad way no i i love like like so she'll go probably, have a, she'll go have a drink with you in a in a dusty bar i like. always think of her in reality bites when i think of janine garofalo that great ben stiller movie with ethan uh yep. hawk it was and, great uh what winona Ryder? i love reality bites man so fun. um i picture her in the do you remember the scene where she's in the convenience store and they start singing the my sharona and uh <laughs> she goes up to the uh, it's playing like behind the clerk as they, all he wants to do is just check these guys out you could tell that they're just like wired on something not any drugs they're just wired on life like they just graduate college it's about like uh, preppy kids that are just really too smart for their own good and uh, I love the Bastards. scene where like uh, my Sharona plays on the uh, radio behind him and, and Janine Garofalo's like you gotta play it up you gotta turn this up believe me you won't be disappointed <laughs> <laughs> then they start uh, singing it in the store it's really funny <clears throat> How about you, David? What do you think of when you Cop think? Copland. Copland, yeah. Because I she that. was so different than normal. Yeah. But the funniest thing she's ever done is the next one, which is, might be Justin's favorite. I Would don't you know. like to hear some of my poetry? <laughs> you really should. You really, you really should. should. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like, that's Janine playing Janine. I, yeah. That is oh, the absolutely. role she always played. Yeah. Because I just felt like that was her. And she it's was funny because I've seen her a lot. Um, more movies probably for her than anybody else on this list, maybe. Hmm. I haven't uh, gotten I too far. That last one probably you saw more than anybody. The very last yeah, that last one you saw all those, I think. I've seen all Yeah, those. and that's what's interesting to me about, for me, about Janine Garofalo is, like, I know all of these movies. Most of them I haven't seen. Yeah. But still, like, I know who she is. You know what I mean? Like, was she you, on MTV at all? Did she I have a show on MTV? I think maybe she must have been I don't at think some so. point. I think you're confusing her with Kennedy. No, she was I know Kennedy. Kennedy. I know Kennedy. But I, that's the thing is, like, I She was of, in pop culture at the time. Well, because she was a stand-up. Don't she was forget. a stand-up yeah. comedian. That's yeah. where you probably know her from because that and this and then her, like... She probably did stints on Saturday Night Live and did stints on other TV shows and everything. But these '90s movies is what I. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who up. she was in Dogma. Uh, I, I looked it up I and said think, Liz, but yeah, I can't I think remember she's who Liz one of was. the uh, girls that works at the uh, abortion clinic with uh, Linda Ferentino. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure at the beginning of the movie that's who she is. Uh, she, Mystery Men. I couldn't stand Mystery Men. I, I, Is that the I one really that's like to, superhero tryouts? Yeah, and it was bad, man. Was I really it? wanted to love it. It had Pee Wee Herman in it, Ben Stiller, uh, oh, wow. William H. Macy, like all uh, really funny people in it, but I, I couldn't get into it. I loved her in 200 Cigarettes. Uh, arguably, she didn't get to play the real funny character that she normally did, but she played the guy that uh, – that, um, Paul Rudd was obsessed with, and then she, Paul Rudd was starting a new relationship with uh, Courtney Love and everything, and they had some great scenes together. Who was she in The Cable Guy? 
Cable guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a good question. I'm not sure who she played. Because she wasn't guy. Matthew Broderick's girlfriend. Cable Guy was one of those movies that I was more annoyed by than was a fan of. It was just, you know, it was one of those things that, oh, God. Uh, not every role that, what's his name? Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey stepped in. I yeah. was a fan of, and yeah. that was one of those ones that I was just Hello, like, Clarice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe now if I went back and checked it out, yeah, it would be different. Th- that one took me a couple of times to really appreciate, but like, I think it was just more of his... And still directed it, too. Yeah, I, and I think it's just more of a dark comedy. You know her what first, I mean? Her first thing on screen was uh, MTV's Half Hour Comedy Hour. Huh. Okay. Yeah, see? So yeah. She must have been on there doing something. And she was obviously good job, Dave. she was obviously good friends Thank with so Ben much. Stiller. We like to be thorough. Yes, yeah. Right. She was obviously good friends with Ben Stiller because Ben Stiller put her in Reality Bites and in Cable Guy. Uh, Truth about Cats and Dogs was that Uma Thurman kind of relationship yeah. movie where she was she was had a major role in that movie. Uh, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. She was one of the girls that they uh, they met at the reunion. Uh, she was really good in that. Permanent Midnight. Also Ben Stiller, man. Uh, so she must have a pretty big connection with Ben Stiller. Do you remember Permanent Midnight uh-uh. with Ben Stiller and uh, what's her name? The Hugh Hugh Grant's old wife. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley. Uh, ben Stiller plays a heroin addict, like hardcore really? heroin really? addict in Permanent Midnight. Very dark, dark, dark movie. Probably the most serious thing that he went on to do, and it was really great. Uh, yeah, like Dogma, Wonderland. I'm not sure who she played in Wonderland. I'm trying to think who she could have uh, played. She might have played one of, uh, because it wasn't uh, because John Holmes' wife, because that was Lisa so, Kudrow. Yep. Maybe it was his current wife or one of his wives. No. You don't think so, huh? It could have been the girl's mother. Could be. Could be the girl's mother. Uh, it was Joy Miller. Joy Miller. Well, it wasn't, uh, what's his name? John Holmes. <laughs> For her last name wasn't Holmes. I don't know who it was. All right. This next actress here. And she, this actress is huge right now, and I'm surprised uh, uh, Dave doesn't uh, even know Even her. looking no, at even her. Even looking at her, I don't know her. But, but I can tell the movies on here, it's more movies that me and Justin are kind of uh, uh, into. <laughs> that says a lot about you guys. Well, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of those uh, Will Ferrell comedies. Uh, yeah. She's really big in those types of movies. But she has branched out to do some uh, big stuff where she is just starting now to get well-known, and I think she could move to dramatic acting super, super easy, and that's Katherine Hahn. So everyone, uh, check her up, Katherine Hahn, that's H-A-H-N, and you'll recognize her. If you're a fan of Will Ferrell and a lot of his movies, uh, just name of some of the movies here she's been in. I loved her. When I think of her, I immediately think either one of two movies. I think uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty, where she plays Ben Stiller's sister, and it that gives him the Stretch Armstrong uh, figure. Remember, she's the one who she's the one. I've who keeps, seen that movie. I like that movie. I she's just the one remember. that says, uh, "I'm going to be in Greece." You know, I'm playing Rizzo. You know, uh, uh, and she played Rizzo in the play. I don't know if we ever saw that, but Step Brothers. She was so friggin' funny in that movie, man. Oh, either. that's where she wanted God. to um, get with John have C. Riley. John C. Riley. Oh my God. She, she said, "I want to, I want to roll you up and stick you in my vagina." And she's like, "You want me to?" You want to put me in your vagina? Yeah, you just stay in there, sleep in there, live in there. <laughs> She's, <laughs> She's so, so crazy. funny and crazy yeah. in that movie, man. Uh, some of the other, I just showed Justin and Dave the trailer for The Goods, Live Hard, Sell Hard. It was uh, all about, it was kind of like Cadillac Man. It where they were like it. Where they were all like... Uh, he he kind of rubs me the wrong way, but when he's good, he's good. Yeah, he's, uh, Piv- Jeremy, Jeremy Pivens. Yeah, he's, he's kind of uh, an asshole. Like, <laughs> I, he was great I love him in, in the Kingdom. He was. Oh, the, he's great in everything, man. He, I loved him in PCU. I loved him PCU. in all those John. He's Keys. So good. He was he, great in uh, Gross Point Blank. He's gross. Twenty years, man. Twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was he was really great in that. But the goods 
uh, Live uh, Hard, Sell Hard was one of those movies that came and went super fast. Our Idiot Brother, Wonderlust, these are all like the same type of movie, you know? Mm-hmm. If you love Anchorman and Step Brothers, you're going to like My Idiot Brother and Wonderlust. A lot of these all star Paul Rudd, uh, John C. Riley, Will Ferrell. Really great. I don't remember her in The Dictator, man. The Dictator was actually kind of funny. Who that was, was the uh, the Borat. Yeah, oh, Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen, really yeah. funny in that. That was pretty funny. Uh, I didn't see her in Bad Moms, but she's absolutely perfect for that role as one of those bad moms. Yeah. But what I did see her in just two days ago, she was the voice, and I don't have it on here because I hadn't seen it yet. Uh, didn't know how big she was in it, but she is into the Spider-Verse. Uh, she's Doc Ock. <laughs> really fucking good as Doc Ock. Hmm. You don't realize she's Doc Ock until you thought she was just some mild-mannered secretary and everything, and on camera she, like, transforms in the uh, Doc Ock and her arms come out and everything, and she becomes, like, a badass. She's the voice uh, of Doc Ock in that, so it's great that she was able to work her way into the, uh, kind of like a backdoor way into the Marvel Universe. There's enough to go around. They do a bunch of stuff. She, yeah. yeah, man. A lot of great uh, voices in that. Mahershala Ali was one of the voices in it, too. So Did you see uh, We're the Millers? I did. Yeah. I only saw it once. It was funny. I don't know who she plays in it. So um, they meet uh, Nick Offerman yeah, and and Nick her, Offerman. and then they have a Ron daughter. Ron Swanson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, there's this scene where they're camping at the same RV site, and for some reason um, they have to like go into their tent to take some Jennifer Aniston yeah. and uh, Jason Sudeikis yeah. have to go in and get something out of their tent, and they get caught sneaking in there, and Catherine Hahn is like. You know, we've talked about doing this. She thinks that they're trying to be the swingers. swingers yeah. Like, oh my god! And Nick so, Offerman's her husband. Yeah, oh yeah. God, and so, so perfect, she like man. ends up like reaching out and like grabbing Jennifer Aniston's boob and like you know, and, like, <laughs> it's so just it's funny, so man. funny, man. Like, I really like Catherine Hahn. She's one of those people that are on my radar right now, and it, it should be for everyone else. That uh, soon, I'm hoping that she will be a uh, a common name when it comes to comedy, but also with drama because she's she's quite good at it. She's also on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still haven't seen that show, but... All right. Go to the next page here. This lady's got 206. Also phenomenal. She had done super small roles up until, like, the 2000s, and then she took off. I mean, she is, like, that, huge now. She that, does her own t- uh, game well, show now. That one TV show that she did was huge with the singers. Oh, Glee. Glee. Yep. Uh-huh. She was in Glee, and then she did Hollywood Game Night, where she has celebrities come on, and they play these games on the couch oh, opposite yeah. each other. You ever seen it? It was re- It's a really funny show, and she's awesome as the host on it, and that's the fabulous Jane Lynch. Now, I remember her in that first movie. The, the movie. Uh, I don't. She was the doctor that helped... Uh, Oh, that Caitlin helped gave, Richard Kimball. Yeah, okay. remember he she ran the lab. The yeah, she ran lab the lab, and she That's could the run the tests and see. Way. Yeah, the fugitive. Did we not say that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she played the doctor in the fugitive. Who are he came and remember she was uh, she kind of folded under questioning. Uh, yeah, but when, then she didn't do. Did she really not do it? No, she for probably did some years? minor stuff here and there, but not until two thousands best in show did everyone Which know was who great. she was. Yeah, I mean that's a cult Her classic role, right there. Uh, yeah, her role opposite it, uh, yeah. another one of our, our veteran Stifler's character mom. actresses, uh, Stifler's mom, Jennifer, yeah. what's that? Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Uh, those guys were perfect together. Arguably, her better uh, a better role for Jane Lynch was we The Mighty Wind. We talk wins. or not talk all day. All day long. <laughs> <laughs> well, as far as Jane Lynch characters, man, that Mighty Wind, she oh. was the slutty one. She's like, oh my I God. did things... That- 
other girls wouldn't do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every, every time they, they did, did the like ping pongs or something. Yeah. Oh, every God. time they did, it was very similar yeah. to the role. And that, you got to uh, think that they're just all ad libbing the shit. Oh, they are. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah they, they are. are. Absolutely. They have a framework. That's how all his movies work. But you remember the character <laughs> that. Um, Catherine O'Hara played in Best in Show, oh, yeah. who is the slutty one yeah. that uh, Eugene Levy couldn't Levy. stand listening yep. to her. That was basically the role that she, she had a lot of suitors. Played. A lot. But that was basically the role that Jane Lynch played in The Mighty Wind, but to another level where you could yeah. tell where she was she, uh, she was alluding that she had yeah. done porn and everything like or that. Or circus shows with uh, shooting ping pong balls. Yeah. Really great. Uh, how about you, Justin? What do you think when you think this? Um, There's a couple I, on them here that are really, really good. So I loved her as one, that's what I was about to say. I loved her as the mom in Talladega Nights. Yeah, like she was oh, so God, great. When she got those kids in the yeah. Uh, yeah. with those kids. Yeah, those. yes, father. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Man. I loved her in Four Year Old Virgin when she goes up to the all the scenes with her and Seth Rogen. Yeah, I need to get I need to get a big bag of weed, just enough to keep me stoned for a good day or two where yeah. I don't even have to leave the house because yeah. remember she was the manager of the audio store that yeah. Steve Carell worked at I love run. where she finds out that Steve Carell's a virgin yeah. and she like I'm just, just starts myself uh, like didn't she say like uh, just let, putting it out there that I will help you out with your problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man she was so great in that I she in Walk Hard she played John C. Riley's I think mom must have been that, I think that's who she was Is in Walk Hard Dewey story yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> funny man it was uh, Role models. She was she was great in role models too. I haven't seen role models in a while. I only I'm saw. Trying it once. to remember that one. Isn't that the one with Stifler when they're uh, they're forced they to hang out with the little the, kids? Yeah, and everything and uh, similar to kind of uh, was it Drill Bit Taylor? It was very similar Probably. to that. Where it was a lot of adults playing with these kids, really yeah. precocious kids and everything. Uh, I love Three Stooges. He was the head nun in Three Stooges. Oh, you really? Seen Three Stooges? I didn't know that. No, it's I haven't. Fucking amazing! Huh. It's one of those movies that a lot of people uh, don't know how amazing that is. I'm a Three Stooges fan. Me and my cousin are huge Three Stooges fans, and uh, definitely check it out, man. Will, uh, damn, what's the guy from Mad TV? The big guy. Uh, Will Sasso. Will Sasso plays Curly. Yeah. He's so good at it. Oh, nice. The guy from uh, Will and Grace, you know, the gay guy from Will and Grace? Uh, I think so. Um, plays Jack in Will and Grace. He plays Larry. And then mm. Mo is... Uh, oh, God, what, what would I know Mo from? He's done a lot of TV and stuff. Um, he was in... Uh, damn, I, he doesn't look anything like his character in uh, Three Stooges, but he's done a lot of TV and he was really great in. Uh, other movies we haven't mentioned on here, Ice Age, Donna Dinosaur, she was one of the voices. Can't even remember which... Don't the, doesn't that series have like 50 four. of them? No, it's four of them. I Mo the was Chris Diamantolopopoulos. Yeah. If you looked up his picture, you might know Yeah, of course it was. He was really I good. Maybe some grease. The, uh, <laughs> Probably. The making of Three Stooges, he showed up in uh, outfit, in character... Uh, to play the role of Mo, he had the wig on and everything, and he just mm-hmm. blew everyone to, to, uh, Three Stooges to what? the to the audition. The audition. Oh, cool. he, he nailed it. All, wow, all yeah. three of those. You know what? You would uh, if you're a fan of Brain Donors, Three Stooges, same movie. Is basically, it? it's really funny. Brain Donors <laughs> is one of those also. Brain Donors is no one, one of those about. ones you're like, huh? 
Do I like this movie? I think oh, so I like great, it. Man. <laughs> that was one of my favorite John Turturro movies ever, man. And no one has seen that movie. I remember me and you going to see that. And when someone went to some. Kelly went yeah, to something else. She went right? to see Cutting Edge. Cutting Edge. She went and saw the Cutting Edge, and we the second time. Remember, she had already seen it once. That's we right. had already seen it once, but she loved it so much she wanted to go see it again. So she went and saw Cutting Edge. We Topic. went and saw Brain Donors. Brain Donors was so fucking amazing, though, man. Uh, Paul. Paul was one of those movies that I, it wasn't my favorite. Is that the alien? The one with the alien with Seth Rogen played the alien, and it was the guys from, from uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, some people loved it. It I, was okay. I thought it was okay. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't great, but it was okay. It was. Yeah. I think the only other movies on here I got listed that we hadn't mentioned is Collateral Damage, the Schwarzenegger one, which I barely remember, and Lemony Snicket, which I had never actually seen. You ever seen Lemony Snicket? No, no? I never have. No. I know they eventually went and did a Netflix like series where uh doogie hauser played lemony snicket doogie and uh i think the movie It'll wasn't always it? be doogie to me yeah i know sean patrick no flannery <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> he's the boogie neil patrick <laughs> neil patrick <laughs> neil patrick harris he, he was the three namer yeah <laughs> he was gone girl right yeah oh my god so good that was such a great I role felt so bad for oh my him. god yeah but he was creepy though he was it super was, creepy but you could tell that he was like that overbearing guy yeah, 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 you ever yeah. seen gone girl with uh, Affleck? Uh, Affleck? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris' scene, do you remember when she took him out? Oh. While she's having sex with Neil Patrick Harris, and she slits his fucking throat. Oh, damn, I forgot about that. blood goes yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Damn. Insane, man. That was crazy. I did not Don't remember that. Don't cross her. That's the, <laughs> yeah, that's the moral of that story. Uh, my, my mom gave my wife that book and said, you need to read this. It's crazy. The movie's coming out. Hmm. And she never ended up reading it. She ended up putting it off and then that movie came out and everyone ruined it <laughs> throughout the whole thing. She's, now she's like, well, I don't have to watch that. Read that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, saved herself two days. Yeah, right? This next actress also came on a little late in her life to be super famous and we talked about her last week in being John Malkovich and that's the great Catherine Keener. 82 flicks, yep. man. Love Catherine Keener, man. She's got a lot of great movies on here. Also, we just talked 40-Year-Old Virgin. She was the one that was had the eBay store that was uh, dating Steve Carell. She was the one that he was ultimately going to lose his virginity to. Right. And she she's that actress, too, who can play super straight, play super funny, can play super creepy at times, you know? Let's see. What year did Superbad come out? Do you know? Um, was it after Forty Year Old Virgin? Yes, yes. Because um, Jonah Hill is the one Probably who wants to buy those feet. boots in her store. And yes, yeah. yeah that's, I, I think that. that's the first yeah, time yeah. I ever saw him, and he I, that is the first time I ever saw. Yeah, him. and he's like, he's, <laughs> I just want to buy them. Yeah, he's like, I, 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 I the can, money. Yeah, I have the money. I'm here now. Can I just buy them? And she's like, I'm sorry, it doesn't he work that way. He was weird in that movie too. Yeah, and he, he was wanted those weird, weird and ass he boots. Weird. Yeah, and yeah. He was strange. That was one of the first ones. Who was she in Eight Millimeter? Because I know you just recently watched um, this. Was she, she Nick Cage's wife? or? Yes. Yeah, okay. She was. Uh, Gun and Betty Lou's handbag is like the first thing I got on the list here. And that was one of those movies I watched back in 92, and I do not remember. It's Penelope Ann Miller. Uh, it was this weird thing where she came back into town. Wasn't she? Didn't she come back into town for like a uh, like a prom or a reunion or something? The gun and Betty Lou's yeah, handbag. Is that what it was? Well, no. This girl had been like assaulted or something. That's Yeah, this girl had been like assaulted or something. Like she set it up and like. But it was a comedy. Yeah, it was yeah, a yeah, comedy. Yeah. She made it look like she had like pulled a gun and and you know either shot somebody or something huh. like that. Like, and there was a big whole court case about it. But it, yeah. the whole thing was staged yeah you know um, uh, i loved her in out of sight wasn't she george clooney's old flame in that i think man out of sight was a good movie that I'm was a great sure steven soddenberg movie that if you if you're a fan of uh, albert brooks don Cheadle, louis guzman 
Uh, Steven Zahn, man, it was so much funny stuff. Remember Steven Zahn played high through that whole fucking movie? Uh, the one with J-Lo, you remember that one. Uh, Dennis Farina played uh, J-Lo's dad in it, but there was some really great stuff with, uh, that's the line that you always like, you want to hustle? We hustled. <laughs> tussle, that's right, it was Tussle. Uh, I loved Catherine Keener in Death to Smoochie. I love when she first meets Ed Norton. Yes, got, at the got, heroin clinic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. You got the horse? You got, yeah. you on the yeah. horse or something yeah. like that? Thanks for thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, but thanks for thinking I'm a heroin addict. Yeah. <laughs> Don't uh, poke crack because crack leads to smack. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the darkest. In, uh, that was a Dean DeVito directed movie. He directed yeah. that movie, man. Mm. And most of his movies are, are like dark comedies. Huh? Think of that. You got dark his, comedies. Like, you got he, I love uh, it War when Dean DeVito yeah. hands him the handgun. <laughs> If you're gonna be in this business, dude, you gotta carry. Yeah, yeah. We're doing a dark comedy pod soon, and if someone doesn't uh, snatch War of the Roses up, man, that's, War a, of the that's Roses. a misstep. Or dark comedy? That's a Shit, good one. Yeah, man. Yeah. They're yeah. trying to kill each other for the whole movie. Yeah, and that was Danny DeVito directed uh, movie too. That was oh, really good. Okay. Danny DeVito thinking, does a lot of dark comedy. Not comedies. War of the Roses. I was thinking of the other one with Michael Douglas. That is, that is Michael Douglas yeah. with Kathleen, uh, Kathleen Turner, yeah. where they're trying to kill each other, where he walks in during the dinner party and pisses uh, in the fucking uh, punch bowl and shit. Oh, man, that was such a funny-ass movie, man. That was really I'm trying crazy. to think of who she was in The Soloist. I think, See, she I think was, you're the only one who's seen it, too, I think so. she was um, like Robert Downey Jr.'s friend who was like also trying to help uh, Jamie Foxx in that. Um, she was huge in uh, Capote. She played the she played, writer um, of, uh, of what was her name? The if he person had asked did, To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> if he hadn't uh, said damn, anything, who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird? Harper, Harper Lee. Lee. Harper Lee, which was, uh, she was best friends with Truman Capote. Mm-hmm. So you got to see those great scenes with her and Philip Seymour Hoffman together, which was great. Mm-hmm. She was one of the voices in Where the Wild Things Are, along with James Gandolfini as the Beast. What a weird-ass movie that it was. It was weird. It was fun, though. I, and it, it, was, it, was it was fun. It was fun, but dark, it was dark. It was sad. It, it, it had a yeah, whole it, weird it, thing going on I with thought it. it was going to be more playful of a movie. It wasn't. It wasn't. But, <laughs> but to be honest with you, the children's book wasn't really Was either. it? No. It was weird. Didn't they jump into... They had a good time though. This one, the the things kind of turned on them, really. Yeah, you didn't know. At some point, you thought the creatures were going to kill yeah. the kids. I was <laughs> like, oh, really? I was like, this and, and, not... some of, and one of them had to protect them. I yeah. think uh, wasn't Catherine O'Hara one of the voices too? Yeah, she was. Uh, they were all really great in it. I never did see Percy Jackson Lightning Thief. I think she was his mom. I started watching. I couldn't get into it, man. Yeah, I, I never saw any of those. Uh, Captain Phillips. I loved Captain Phillips, but arguably one of the best things yeah. she ever did, man, was 2017's Get Out. Yeah. She was the mother. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sink. She was the one. <laughs> Remember, she's the one that uh, hypnotized him. Hypnotized him. him. Yeah. That scene where she is sitting opposite him in, mm-hmm. and she hypnotized him. Wow. Yeah. It was really intense. Her and Wilford, uh, or your guy, the from, guy West from West Wing. Wing. Uh, That's all I knew. Him. Or Billy? Was it Billy Madison? Yeah, yeah Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> but he—he's super famous now in The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, I can't think of his name. Also in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's got a whole different look now than he did. Like he's got like this white ass hair, and sometimes he has the white beard Happens. and everything. Yeah, no, I love when these actors in their later years kind of change their look, and it almost changes the roles that they could be in, man. So yeah, she was really great in that. I think a lot of like. Uh, New moviegoers or millennials would probably know her from Get Out, but you should definitely go back in her filmography and check her out. All right, this next actress here, and she's almost just as famous as a director, too. She's directing the new Charlie's Angels movie, and she directed Pitch Perfect, and that's the great Elizabeth Banks from Massachusetts. 87 yes. movies. What do you think when you think Elizabeth Banks? Catch me if I can, if if you can. She's the one that they offered the steak dinner to? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, drank rum. And the <laughs> Hunger Games. The, uh, she was awesome. In the Hunger oh, Games. that's right. Now I only ever saw like. <laughs> is, he oh, gonna, yeah. is he gonna make it? Yeah, I, I only ever saw the first one, and I saw part of the second one in the Hunger Games. And I same, just, I was in the same boat, and I, I saw, just couldn't get past that. I was just too impatient. The first one was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, the first that one was first great. One. Yeah. The second one, I watched the whole thing. Didn't much care for Maybe it. Maybe I saw it to the end. Yeah, I didn't much care for the second one, and I never did see it. I third. remember now, because I thought, okay, it's going to be a three-part, and then they split the last one yeah, up into two more four, parts, yeah. and, I, and I was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go through <laughs> I'm that. I'm not giving you that time. Yeah, no, I'm not. It wasn't good enough. No, you the, know? the second one wasn't that good. The first one was first great, one though. The first one was phenomenal. Yeah. Man. I watched that first one all day long. It's like, I don't know if y'all ever saw the Maze Runner Trials. Um, but the first one of those is really good. And, yeah, I've uh, heard that. I've heard that from people. And then, you know, enough to make me be like, oh, wow, I'm going to watch the second one. And it was like, oh, that wasn't that good. And yeah, like, what's the know, other one that's very similar to that? Divergent. Di- Divergent. Yeah, exactly I, I, saw the first, I saw the first one of those and part of the second and one. I like I her. Isn't that Shailene Woodley? Isn't that? Um, the girl from Descendants and uh, Secret Life of Teenage Daughter. I think she was in that, too. Uh, she's in Big Little Lies. She's really great in that. Uh, I'm pretty I sure haven't she's seen in that. any of those. Yeah, uh, yeah, Shailene Woodley. Yeah, one of my favorite favorite things Elizabeth Banks does is Slither Man. Uh, Two thousand six. I was trying Slither. to remember who she is. Oh uh, man, she was the one that was with Michael Rooker, and Michael Rooker uh, changed. Remember, he got infected by those slug creatures yeah. first, and then was came she home the one in the tub? No. Okay. Oh wait. Maybe she wasn't the type. She wasn't the girl in the barn. The girl in the barn that blew up. To yeah, the news yeah, yeah. And exploded. Oh, that was Man, gross. Nathan Fillion. This is James Gunn movie uh, before he did Guardians of the Galaxy and everything. And if you haven't seen Slither, that is a complete horror comedy that is so much damn fun, but it's so nasty and gross at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like these slug creatures that came down from space and they get into your body and they take over your body and it's did very you talk body about them horror. Early? Uh, the slugs passing people. No, down. that's the hidden. Oh, but it was another very, slug movie. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way that the person uh, that slug James pod. Gunn didn't like the hidden because the Slither had that. But it had Nathan Fillion as the main cop, and he's kind of that every man, the guy from Firefly, mm-hmm. uh, and he was so good in it, man. Yeah, she was awesome in that. Also, I mentioned I got to mention Zach and Miri make a porno, man. Kevin Smith. Yeah, uh, she was so funny in that man, along with Seth Rogen and Jay Tracy Lord. She was in that too. Was she? Was she in Knocked Up? Uh, I thought her that's and not, I know Catherine Heigl. That's who. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I okay. bet she does get uh, confused with her. Yeah. Uh, the first Spider Man. I'm trying to think who she was in the first Spider Man. Yeah, she's got to be somebody kind of. Did we ever uh, mention on the pod that we had seen the uh, the new Spider Man? Uh, well, I think we just did. I'll dedicate two minutes to it. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. It was really, really great. Didn't you say there was uh, a pig in it? No, that was into the Spider Verse. That was okay. good. I, that was arguably even better though. I, it was really amazing. Uh, some of the other movies she's got on here, uh, <clears throat> Fred Claus, she played, uh, I think she played Mrs. Claus. I think she played Paul Giamatti's wife in that movie. Uh, W, she was, uh, she was, uh, his wife. Oh, yeah. She played Laura Bush yeah, in that movie. Great. She was really great in that. She's also in role models, but like I said, she went on to end up being in, uh, she was not only in Pitch, Pitch Perfect, but she also directed that one. And I think the, the two sequels to it. So hmm. she's. And now doing Charlie's Angels, she's becoming really big. She played the villain in uh, Power Rangers, uh, that main, main villain in Power Rangers, which I never ended up seeing. I don't know if it was any good. And I've got her listed here for Brightburn, but I have not seen it. But that is Which one is uh, that? I think she's the mom. <clears throat> is she the mom? I think so. Brightburn is like uh, Superman when he was younger. Oh, if yeah, If he yeah. was raised like evil. Smallville? 
But if he was evil? Yeah. If it was evil. It's like evil origin story of Superman. And it was one of those movies that I also directed by James Gunn, I think. Uh, but I'm very eager to see that. That's probably one of the ones I'm looking forward to the most of ones that haven't come out yet. I should have seen it in the theater, and I never did. So it says she was Betty Brant in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, Betty Brant. Betty Brant worked at uh, the Daily Planet. Uh, she was the one. And remember the one we just saw where they went to school? Remember the uh, one that was dating Ned? Oh, yeah. Just started oh, dating okay, him on the plane? Oh, okay, I got you, That got was you, the Betty, Betty Brant character. You know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, Dave doesn't even need an but explanation. But in the, in the realm of actual comics, uh, Betty Brant was a huge character in the uh, at the Daily Planet. Man, J.K. Simmons is still my favorite role. I'm going to blow your mind right now, okay? Do it. Now, do you remember the guy in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home that was the right-hand man of Jake Gyllenhaal that worked the computers? Yeah. Uh, that's Peter Billingsley. From a Christmas story. The main, no that's shit. That's Ralphie from a Christmas story. Wow, dude. You <laughs> did just fucking blow it's my crazy. mind. It's crazy. Apparently, he's a. Him and John Favreau are super good friends. That's fucking so he, awesome. He played in that Iron Man. He was the yeah. one that was opposite Jeff. Tony Bridges. Stark built this in yep. a cave. That's Ralphie. Yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> nuts, and then he dude. came back to use him in Spider-Man: Far From Home. So pull up that image of him again, man. And it's crazy. And I don't. The only he reason still has I know those that, thick glasses yep, too. The only reason I knew it is because I listened to Kevin Smith's latest pod where he gushed over Far From Home, and they're going through it, and they mentioned Peter Billingsley's name, and then uh, they. And he goes into it. He says, yeah, Ralphie from Christmas Story is in this movie. And I'm like, holy that's crap, nuts. I can't wait to tell yeah, Justin. Because, that's great. Because that went over my head and I had no clue. Because I knew Peter Billings was, Billingsley was doing stuff. I know he had directed several films and everything. But I had no idea what he even looked like. All right. What we got here? Dave, bring us to the next one. I know what movie you're going to pick. I bet you do. Is, it, uh, is she the uh, – the? no, she doesn't have the least. But she has 58. So she's it, – it's – you would think she'd have more, but she the stuff she's got here is really quality. And we're not even talking the thing that she got famous for on television, also. Medicine Man. Lorraine <laughs> <laughs> Bracco. Lorraine Bracco. I mean, man. I'm supposed to go to Goodfellas, but... <laughs> How do yeah. you know that? What I was <laughs> you can go to Medicine Man if you like. <laughs> Haven't you ever lost anything? Yeah. Like your How do you get the cure for cancer and then lose it? <laughs> that movie doesn't get enough love. No, it was a great movie. I really liked it. Yeah. I really did like yeah, it. Yeah, it was really good. I think I, I own it, and I, I still need to rewatch it because I'm. <laughs> Probably have because it was it in a different years. role for him. Yeah, it wasn't action packed. It was just like a this is what your kind of uh, problem is, and you guys got to have to accomplish something mm. before somebody else destroys it. Or mm-hmm. it was fun, man. It also brought awareness to the rainforest issues, you know. And that just, and Fern Gully. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would say this probably. More I don't than know, Fern man. Gully. Fern Gully was huge. That's what my my wife's one of her favorite movies is Fern Gully because of how my my wife is a huge environmentalist. And uh, if you're a huge environmentalist uh, growing up as a kid, Watch Fern, Fern Gully. Gully. Fern Gully was huge, man. Mm. I mean, it was like Avatar before Avatar I was, was, say was Avatar. a big thing. You know? Uh, but Goodfellas, man, yeah, changed her life, man, as uh, Henry Hill's wife. What was her name in the movie? Damn, I can't think of her. Uh, was it? It wasn't actually Lorraine, was it? No. No. Damn. Uh, damn, I can't think of her own. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was phenomenal in that movie, and she had a lot. And she had only done a few things before that. I mean, she was in the Pickup Artist. She was in the Dream Team. Remember, she was opposite Michael Keaton. Remember, she, when they were on the outside, mm-hmm. he went and visited her. Yeah, she yeah. worked at the. She was a waitress at the restaurant and everything. So she had a minor role in that. But Goodfellas, she Karen. had Karen. Karen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
why, why do you go out all night? You can't go all night with your friends. He says, your father hasn't a decent meal in uh, 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of man are you, Henry? Oh, man, I love... When I think of her in that movie, I think of her on top of him with that gun pointing oh, in his yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. face, man. And God, part of me wanting him to, her to pull the trigger mm-hmm. because he was such a horrible, horrible she dude. Could've... She would have been a better. Remember when she probably. brought her kids to the uh, the mistress's house and, yeah, and ringing the doorbell, ringing the like, doorbell, ringing and ringing. I just want you to know the woman in five F is a whore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did ever either of you ever watch The Sopranos with her in it? I did. She was yeah. Great. She was the doctor, right? Yep. Yeah. Melfi, Melky, Melf. I one think it's those. Melfi. Yeah, that's what mom I would uh, think is her favorite because that's one of her favorite shows of all time is Sopranos. Arguably, she knows it more than me because I never get, did get to see the last three seasons. But just in the first three seasons, there was some great scenes with Lorraine Bracco where she had to like literally fear lock her, her door and call the police. Yeah, because he, he was kind of going nuts. In that, that was movie. his greatest thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah. This Although you know, I really romance was I, was was close. True to romance. Me. Was I really good. liked him in the Mexican. Yeah. Is that when the he gay guy, right? came out? Yeah. He was, came out. Well, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was would, gay, right? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the gay hitman with yeah. Brad Pitt and uh, Julia Roberts. Yep, that was an awesome movie. Yeah, it was good. You don't think of that movie very, uh, very much. Uh, Radio Flyer. She played the mom in Radio Flyer. I haven't seen Radio Flyer. That Disney forever. movie. No, but it was like what you would Disney expect esque. to be uh, a Disney movie. Yeah, I kind of remember that. I think it was narrated. Wasn't it narrated by Tom Hanks? I want to say Tom Hanks I, narrated I, it. I, uh, she played Leonardo DiCaprio's mom in the Basketball Diaries. Here, I'm going to show you guys a picture real quick. I was watching. Uh, of all movie or shows, I was just doing work around the house, so I had uh, growing pains on. Huh. Uh, Leo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how yeah. How fucking young Leo yeah. is, man. That's great. In that movie. Forget how, and he's great. He's so great in that movie. But uh, I think of, when I think of him early on, I think of him in Basketball Diaries, arguing with his mom, man. And that was a hard, difficult role for her to play opposite him, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hackers. Loved her in Hackers, man. I'm trying to think of who she was in she that. She was one of the mom. Uh, she was... Uh, I think she was the mom of uh Hack the Planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fisher Stevens is one of my uh Yeah, he's uh, great. In it's that. so weird you don't expect Fisher Stevens to play the bad guy in anything yeah. and to put him in there. It's really funny. Uh she was also in Riding in Cars with Boys, which was that Drew uh, Barrymore movie, which I can't remember. I'm not sure I had seen it. Oh, and I skipped uh Switch. Do you remember that with Ellen uh Uh-oh. Ellen Barkin where she switched bodies? Oh, Ellen she, Barkin? Yeah. Alan Barkin was a dude at the beginning of the movie, and then the dude went into Alan Barkin's body. So it was just Alan Barkin playing crass and like okay. a, like a dude and everything. And Jimmy Smith was in the movie and everything. I think yeah, it was, it was fun. Man. Was Jimmy Smith the one that she switched with? No, is that right during the time when they did? You didn't, it was like they a did a lot of those movies beforehand. What's they that? did that theme. Oh like, yeah, vice versa. Like father, the like best son. one was the one with uh, Arthur. Uh, yeah, that's like father, like son. Yeah, that yeah. was great. Well, Parent Trap was probably even. Uh, I always liked the one too. with Kirk Cameron and. That's, the, uh, that's you guys are all talking about the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> like father, like son. Man. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, really fun, man. That one was fun. Speaking Kirk Cameron. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right, this uh, this <laughs> next totally one. Got weird. <laughs> <laughs> Christiany. Yeah, he um came and did a talk here like two months ago he does at, at a church. Yeah, he's right that by Santa Fe. He's, he's really doing a, movies that are making tons of money and nobody knows about. But hey, unless Christian, you're Christian. yeah, yeah they're Christian. Christian they're like the top movies. Yeah, they yeah. were selling tickets to come and see him talk. Oh, I'm sure at Weird. the church. Yeah. yeah, he's got a whole different life. He's got a lifestyle to maintain too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that shit. I figured how good he was though. Man, he was great in that Growing Pains show. He was uh, good. Kirk Cameron, mm-hmm. and then he did a little roles here and there like i don't know if i could think of any movies other than no. like father like son might be the only one i could think of yeah but that was huge that was back when we were watching uh, on demand movies yeah, yeah when it first came out it was really fun 
All right, this next actress, and I always loved this actress. I thought she was absolutely beautiful, and I was kind of uh, immediately kind of drawn to her in a lot of the movies she had done, and that was uh, Annabella Sciorra, Gen 68 flicks. One of my favorite movies on here, and I'll talk a little bit about it when we get through a couple of these other ones. Uh, I want to know what you guys kind of think of. What do you think of her from, Dave? <laughs> Same thing I think everybody from. Really? Copland. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who's she playing Copland? Tell us a she little was, bit. <clears throat> she was the one that Freddy saved in the beginning as a teenager. Remember when he busted his ear to get her out of the water and he went... Just oh, alone okay. So he yeah. couldn't become a cop. Yeah. So he had to become... He couldn't become a New York City cop, so he had to become like the sheriff of this podunk town. Yeah. yeah. And she was that, with uh, Peter Berg. She was with Peter Berg, and Peter an Berg asshole. was like a complete fucking asshole yeah. to her, but he still had a crush on her. Yeah. And... Uh, she, I mean, she was great. I, I remember her from uh, Cadillac, man. Too. Cadillac, man. She was great. She was one of the ones that was sleeping with Joey, man. Yeah, that showed who, up. Everyone else was. Uh, but I loved uh, I loved her in The Hard Way with Michael J. Fox and James Wood. She was the one that was... Remember, her daughter was Christina Ricci, and she was dating uh, James Woods through the whole movie. And she ended up being at the very end of the movie. She was hanging off that big statue, uh, and he was trying to save her and everything. I loved her in the hard way, man. Huh. Uh, Hannah Rocks a Cradle, another great movie, Who man. was she in she that? She was the main woman that had the baby that, uh, what's her name, was... uh, Rebecca DeMornay had come and visit. Remember, she had asthma yeah, yeah. through the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the guy... F- that played, uh, I can never remember his name. All I can remember him is he's Mahoney's replacement from uh, Police Academy. Played the, the husband in there. Mm-hmm. And a uh, really, really fabulous role for her. Jungle but, Fever. Uh, Jungle Fever, she was the main girl that was uh, dating the black guy, man. That was, she was, uh, but uh, wasn't she playing Latino or Latina? No, Italian. Oh, Italian? Yeah, yeah. That's why it was. It's Spike Lee, man. Yeah, but Spike Lee's all oh. his movies are blacks he loves and Italians, Italians, man. Uh, he loves <laughs> putting them in movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and talking good about them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I loved Romeo's Bleeding. I cannot remember who she plays in it. Most people don't know Romeo. Is that, uh, what's his name, the martial art dude? No, that's the one everyone confuses with. Romeo Must Die. That's Romeo Must Die. Romeo's Bleeding is a very weird movie with Gary Oldman and Lena Olin. Uh, Really artsy, like underground, like mob movie. It's really fun, though. Uh, The movie I remember the most from her that nobody knows her from, and it's a movie that I'm still trying to acquire on DVD, is Whispers in the Dark. Now, Whispers in the Dark. That sounds familiar. Really good. She played a psychiatrist that was, uh, it was a mystery movie. Mm-hmm. And I really want to ruin it. I haven't it. seen it in a while. But. Uh, it's super hard to get. I don't know if you can find it anywhere. Uh, <clears throat> but she was a uh, she was a therapist and she was listening to different people's things. And John Lacazama was one of them. Matthew LaPaglia was in it. Uh, one person that was amazing in it was Alan Alda. Alan Alda played like her mentor that she would go back and she would talk to here and there. But bad things were happening, and people were threatening her, and there was uh, rapes that were happening. That uh, Her clients were just talking about random shit that she had to figure out, and it was this big mystery movie that you thought was going one way, and it had one of the most shocking, disturbing endings of a movie, and I absolutely it loved it. sounds so familiar it to me. Like, so was it great. from the 90s? Like, uh, It was. It was 92. All right, May, I'll, I'll spoil a little bit here. So... Uh, if you want to eventually see Whispers in the Dark, jump forward like two minutes. But the the whole movie, you're expecting it to be one of these people that she's talking to, and they're really making it look like her. Mm-hmm. And she has got to get away from town like so bad because these people are obsessed with her. She She's getting threatened. She doesn't know what's going on. So she goes and stays with her mentor and his wife, Alan Alda and Alan Alda's wife and everything. And they're at a dinner table. They're at a dinner table, and... Uh, 
as they're talking, you as the audience member and her at the same time just figured out that Alan Alda is doing this the whole time. Uh-huh. Alan Alda grabs a poker and kills his wife right at the table. Oh, and fuck. screams at the top of his lungs. And you're like, holy crap. Alan Alda is like a fucking serial killer now. Like Hawkeye. What? Yeah. <laughs> and it's a scene where she runs out of the. He lives on the beach. And he she runs out. And she ends up killing him on the in the surf. Sticks the poker right into his head. And oh, the, the poker is like hanging out of Alan Alda's head. And he just drops to the ground dead. And you're like, holy crap. Yeah. Because this was a very contained psychological. Thriller. This is whispers in the dark. Whispers in the dark, man. Mm. That, the ending, I I remember rewatching you it. See it coming. Oh, it was crazy. You never expect Alan Alda. Not to Alan be. Alda. Not, he's he's a goddamn hippie for crazy. And this was like formulatic, formula, uh, like a formula movie through the whole thing, where formulaic. you're like formulaic, uh, where you could tell who Alan Alda came on to play. You know, he's playing the mentor. He's playing the person who's kind of giving exposition, and he's like the safety net for Annabelle Shiori's character. And then it just went crazy in it. Uh, the last movie is the one that you remember her from, and I, I did not like what dreams may come. Yes, yeah, see, I, what is I, that? I, uh, That's with the Robin, Robin Williams, Williams one. Um, she plays Robin Williams' wife, and he's like um, in limbo, and he's trying to find her a- after he dies or something like that. Uh, so is that what it was? she, like that? she is depressed. I can't remember if they lose a child or something like that. Um, that would do it. Yeah, it, she's in a deep, dark depression, um, and she kills herself for some reason or another. And Robin Williams, you is know, is it comedy? No. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> funny movie. Um, and Robin Williams lives his life and dies of like natural causes. I forget what causes his death. So when he dies, he basically goes to heaven, you know? Um, and it's this beautiful thing, but like she's not there and he's like trying to figure out like what's going on. So it turns out basically because she killed herself, she's in hell. And so. Is it hell or is it purgatory? I think if it's Catholic, it's hell. I, you, you I lose, he has kind of swear it because I, he's he not has in to, like fire well, and brimstone. He he's in to, like this vast wasteland. He where has he's to find go her. through purgatory yeah. um, to find her, but like maybe that's it. But like it's just it was it, weird and it had very strange visuals. Yeah, and, and yeah. like uh, sets and everything. It's a beautiful it, story. Was and, it a was it one of those movies that people that like. Uh, revelation type stuff. Watch. Mm. It was depressing. It was a very Christian based. Like, not, I not mean, I don't think it, it had. A, I don't shit. think it had That's a lot to do. I don't think it had a lot to do like with like. Oh, this is purely religion based. I think it was just like there is a heaven, there is a, either a purgatory or a hell, and this is just like an artistic expression of this story. It's it's. That com- was his last movie. It's complicated. No, this was, that was ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. But it, I thought it was really good. That's our last. Uh, All right, this next girl, and I have also, this is another one that I've, uh, she's extremely recognizable if you pull her picture up. She's also right now in The Handmaid's Tale. And I've I've liked her all the way back when she started uh, doing flicks, man, and she was always famous for a a lot of great uh, indie flicks. And that's the great Clea Duvall. She's been in 83 flicks. I remember Until she pr- got to Identity, I, I had seen her a bunch of times, obviously, because yeah. I've seen all those movies before that, but I didn't really appreciate her. Until the Faculty then. is kind of where I really recognized her. Yeah. She, was she was the kind of weird of girl that came through, and you were kind of looking at it through her perspective through oh, a lot I of see, the movie okay. uh, and everything, but she was alongside like uh, all those famous Josh Harnett and uh, Elijah Wood and all those, but she was one of the girls. She had that funky look. I loved her in But I'm a Cheerleader, which is one of my favorite kind of comedies, indie comedies that no one has seen, uh, where they send these... uh, 
these gay kids to conversion camp and it's a comedy they send these gay kids to conversion camp that's being run by rupaul and it's absolutely <laughs> and it's like that's everything great. at the camp that you they would never do but it's really funny to try to see uh rupaul and his and his other workers there try to butch up these people and everything yeah. it's just not working everyone's sleeping with each other it's so much fun i, I talked about funny. before that's the one where uh they find tofu in the girl's locker, yeah, so they decide yeah. to send her to the conversion camp because she's clearly asking me gay. <laughs> and then there's some really gay people in there that says, I'm not gay, and they're like playing the most gay character you can imagine. <laughs> it's really funny. Definitely check out But I'm a Cheerleader. Um, Identity's great. Justin still hasn't seen it, so I can't talk a whole hell of a lot about it because that's the movie I think of all the movies Justin hasn't seen that we've talked about, I think that should be the one you watch next because it's so fucking amazing and it has has the biggest shock of any movie probably in the top five I'll of, make a note of, of it. shock movies I have it I own it so uh, anytime you want to watch it check note, it out man. make a note of that man the last one she was awesome in well but I loved her in Argo too but uh, Helter Skelter she played she the girl the... that testified against him the oh, one that went there with the child yeah yep. that's right that's right that's she right. was she really was good that. this was the Jeremy Davies yeah. Helter Skelter mm-hmm. which a lot of people didn't see and it was really it. it was great really Jeremy phenomenal. Davies was perfect yeah he really was I almost perfect. can't think of another I'm I'm this new movie's Steve coming Rell, out. Steve Relback was amazing in that original Helter Skelter. He was. He was really um, good. The new movie that's coming out. Yeah, I don't gonna, know that guy, but if Quentin either. got him, he's got to be it's good. It's got to be amazing. But. It's got to be amazing. Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited to see. But he was, she was famous, the character in that movie, because she was the one that ended up testifying against uh, Charles yeah, Manson and, and the other people because she was the newest one. She was also the one that had a child. She had the most to lose, mm-hmm. and they had to escort her out of there and uh, had her under protection and everything. And she was really great. I don't remember in The Grudge. I don't uh, either. I'm trying to look it yeah, up right I, now. I liked it. That was the Sarah Michelle Geller kind of uh, the Japanese inspired uh, horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't remember in that. The uh, 21 Grams. That was kind of depressing movie. Very depressing. It? Very depressing movie, man. That was. Uh, was that uh, the one they were in? Like uh, I think like everyone a, was in a different. Uh, didn't everyone have a different problem? Yeah, they were all in different much. Uh, yeah. support groups and stuff like mm-hmm. that and had to deal with. Or was that the one that where somebody died, but then everyone else was connected? There were other people that were connected to that death, and they had to witness yeah. what their... I just their, remember it being depressing. It was very depressing. <laughs> very depressing. She was great in Girl Interrupted. She's perfect for That's Girl Interrupted. That's three on man. this list. What's that? A girl of character. Oh, actors. yeah. that was. Remember, yeah. we always have those common threads in all these movies, three. and Girl Interrupted um, is the Zodiac, one. she was in a two-minute scene, but it was... It was the scene. Yeah, who'd she play? She he. It was Diane Farron's sister, who was the girl that died at the Lake Berryessa. Okay. And she was in jail, and he went to visit to see who was at the painting party. Who's it, Jake? Or yeah, uh, yeah. Went to visit her, and he was like, he was like, kept saying, "It's it's so and so, isn't it?" She's like, "No, it's not." She's like, "It's so, just say it, just say it's no." And he's like, "Fuck!" He's frustrated, and he's walking out, and she's like, "It wasn't that name." It was Lee. That's right. That's right. And you see his face like, fuck. He knew exactly who it was at that point. John Carroll Lynch. Yeah, man. I knew it. Oh, what a great movie. Uh, <laughs> another couple of movies on here she was on. The, uh, one of her first movies was Can't Hardly Wait. She was barely in it. She was like one of the uh, the party guests in Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, she's all that. Uh, I don't remember she's all that, but I know it was a pretty big uh, high school movie yeah. uh, phenomenon, and I never saw it. The Astronaut's Wife, still another movie I had not seen. Uh, that's the one I'm pretty sure is about time travel that I need to watch. Uh, but yeah, Clay Duvall, like I said, she's in uh, Homeland right now. She plays uh, Alexis Bledel's uh, girlfriend in it. She's really, really great in it. All right. Some big dogs on this last uh, list here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this one's a character actor. I... Oh, really? 
this next one? Shit, yeah, man. Wasn't she a lead actress for a long, long nah, time? Though? She was always, uh, she was always a character actor. And all, I mean, I'm almost not, all. I'm these not movies. disagreeing with you. The ones that I've seen, uh, it is every single movie on here except for the uh, the first couple where she was thrown in there in these indie movies uh, because those were all indie movies that. Uh, Roger Corman did. I am super excited about one of them. All right, go into it. Well, this is the great Pam Greer, which 90% of people, if you need to tell someone who Pam Greer is, you just say Jackie Brown. (coughs) Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. Well, that's true, but Jackie Brown, I think, is probably more recognizable than Foxy Brown. Probably. (laughs) You you don't think most people know Quentin Tarantino's uh, Jackie Brown? I think most people people know who Foxy Brown is. Really? I would argue that most people don't know who the fuck Foxy Brown is. but Depends most people just, I know know who fucking you, Foxy Brown really? is. I've oh, never yeah. seen Foxy Brown. I've never seen the movie. Oh, I, I've never seen the movie, but I know who Foxy Brown is. Yeah. You know, Bucktown. Bucktown. Me and Dave. <laughs> I remember me and Dave watching Bucktown. Yeah. Uh, at his house in La Mancha, it was good. Bucktown. She got uh, super famous on TV in the L Word. She was really good in the L Word. Oh, really? Yep. Wasn't yep. that like on Showtime or Showtime, something? Yeah, yeah, that's coming back. They uh, they're revitalizing that career. But these first, say, five movies on here, they were all indie flicks that were either invo- uh, directly involved with Roger Corman or the R- Roger Corman guys. Uh, and I, you, you get to see a lot of uh, Pam Greer's kind of humor in that Roger Corman documentary mm-hmm. that uh, yeah. that exploits <laughs> oh, really? of a Hollywood rebel. Yeah. She is so great. She, She's just... Yeah. She's talking about Roger Corman, and she's like, well, "Remember that he's great like line? He took advantage of us." Or he, well, she's like, uh, "Roger Corman could sell uh, um, could sell sand to somebody walking in the desert." Yeah. Like, could I just buy this glass of sand? And uh, did Roger Corman just sell this? Yeah. <laughs> and she said they Roger Corman loved her because she didn't mind uh, taking her clothes uh, off. Well, that she, she was big time into. Uh, she didn't mind taking her clothes off, but she also said every other girl was too scared to shoot guns on oh. the set. No one wanted to shoot guns. Really? So she, she looks like she's having a blast every time I see her. They literally, because, yeah. And they they say on the documentary that when they found Pam Greer, they were like, "Put her in everything you can." Because That's awesome. She is so willing to do it, and she was super sexy. So she got famous for those. She was a, exploitation. The, one of the films. biggest black female sex symbols of the 70s yeah doing like garbage movies though i mean she never did like a big not until uh jackie brown did she ever do a major role of substance it was i saw her first movie um it i think it was a prison yeah women in cages but it was like yeah they were and it was just took place in the prison yeah yeah there was a there was a huge there's a very odd subgenre of uh movies back in the day Mm. of like uh Women in cage, women in cages, women in like penitentiaries right, yeah, and everything. Yeah. And there was a whole shitload of them. There's like ten, like ten or fifteen of them that you can go back and watch. And women in cages was one of them. The arena was another one where it was like Gladiator, where she was thrown out there with a spear and told to fight other girls and everything. It was great movies, but they were just there was no real. They had to one them. audience. Yeah, and that's what it was. Love their stuff so much, yeah. she get enough of it. But then, right when the '80s hit, she started doing a lot of her character but actors the, type that stuff. '83 is a Disney movie, right? It, it's so weird. I loved, I love that movie. Something creepy wicked this way comes. Disney. Super creepy movie, Never man, with uh, Jonathan Prince about a uh, a roaming carnival that comes into yeah. town. But there's they're putting people on the the carousel, and it, it spins it, it'll into either age dim- them or uh, dim- make them young, depending on which way it spins. Oh wow! And it was very Jason Robard was in the movie it was really really great 
Uh, but you look at those movies in the 80s and the 90s, I mean, she just came on to play, like, above the law. She was just one of the... Uh, Seagal? Yeah, it's a Seagal mm. one. I think she was another cop that helped. She was his partner. Him. Was it a partner for yeah. a while there? Yeah. Rico? Three syllables. <laughs> If you wanted to be a star, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the package. She was great in Gene Hackman's The Package. It was oh, some, man. someone that she was. He was connected with it. She had yeah. to go back and uh, find information from. I love The Package, man. That's another movie that a lot of people haven't seen. Really great spy espionage assassination type movie. Also another great. Uh, it was a great Timely Jones movie that a lot of people don't know of. It's your class in 1999, man. Absolutely, man. Well, I don't even remember it. So I know what? I've seen Jawbreaker. It. Uh, I love Jawbreaker. Um, Which one is he talking about? Class of 1999. Oh, class of so not only was I supposed to be class of 1999. Yeah, dude, this was such a fun movie. This so this was um, in the future because it came out in 1990. It's like a horror sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, and like the teachers are like replaced with robots that look like them and they have all these like military grade weapons because the school has basically become like a war zone you know what i mean and so this is their way of fighting back and like it's it's an all out fucking war between the students and the teachers it's fun and, it's ridiculous no, it's, it's low so budget fun, dude. It's, but it's it's a lot of fun i used to i probably have seen that maybe 10 or 12 times i watched it every time yeah. it ever came on now, she has done, and this is coming from a John Carpenter fan, she was in the two worst John Carpenter movies ever made. That was Escape from L.A. and Ghost of Mars. They were just horrible pieces of garbage. It wasn't her fault. No, it wasn't her fault. <laughs> John Carpenter says, you want to be in my movie? You say yes. You say yes, and then you say, what is it? <laughs> I loved her in Mars Attacks. She played Jim Brown's. She would play Jim Brown's wife. Oh, okay. who was, uh Remember, he was trying to get to her through the whole movie, mm-hmm. and he, he was in the Vegas I have to see uh, that style. again. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you'll have to watch it again. We're going to do a Tim Burton pod so when we do that we'll watch mars attacks again uh i don't remember who she was in bill and ted's bogus journey you know that's one of the ones on my list that i i have not seen in 20 years and i need to rewatch. so i'm not sure who she plays in it yeah because so when she, he goes and gets that's the one with the de- oh, with the grim reaper it played by william sadler yeah. and uh and so i'm not sure who she plays in it so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to check it out and report back but it's amazing like so many other actors before her or since quentin tarantino has the ability to revitalize your career he did it he clearly did it for travolta who travolta was doing garbage until pulp fiction came out and his stock went through the roof and people are like oh we can put him as a leading actor did the same thing with robert forster with all these great because i think when quentin sits down he thinks what are these great actors from the 70s that i could put in these movies you think even like movies like uh Django Unchained where he used one of the Duke boys uh from uh Dukes of Hazard in there and just all these movies that you uh, you can think of back in the day and she was perfect as Jackie Brown man. Mm-hmm. I loved her in that role man that was yeah. a major major role for her I think she was nominated for it I know Robert Forster was yeah, I was gonna say he he resurrected two people from yeah. that genre cause big that time because genre. Robert Forster was the same time period it's it's weird you can tell directors favorite time periods and clearly it's the 70s for him when it, when, when it comes to Quinn yeah. oh yeah Quinn's the 70s because he probably he, was the middle of his childhood yeah. like and the he's, 80s were to us no one's a bigger fan of Brian De Palma films than Quentin 90s. Tarantino What's that? I was just joking with Dave. He's seventies. We were eighties, and he's nineties. Yeah. <laughs> well, we also have seventies in ours too. So, um, so she was Mrs. Wardrow in Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll rewatch it. And I'll I don't know who that back. is. Uh, Jawbreaker. I want to say she's one of the teachers in Jawbreaker, but there's another movie I need to go back and rewatch. Uh, I have Bones on here. Oh, that's the Snoop Dogg movie. 
Um, the Snoop Dogg horror movie? Oh, yeah. Where he was like a vampire? You haven't seen the Snoop Dogg? No, I have. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I figured you had. I, I have, it but it's been a while yeah. since I've seen <clears throat> it. I saw it right when it Did came out. No, I don't think so. No, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> For Snizzle. <laughs> I remember it actually being kind of decent, too. It, it wasn't It wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible. Decent. You know? yeah, yeah, decent. I guess that, that's, what, <laughs> that's exactly what the word means. That's what <laughs> Unlike Ghost of Mars and Escape from L.A., which right, were We won't garbage. talk about them. No, I'll talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> they were garbage. <laughs> Even John Carpenter knows they were bad, man. It's just not good. I wonder if he... He'll ever admit to. Hey man, when you have when you have a filmography where yeah, where fifteen are amazing and three were bad, I'll take it. You know? I mean, you know, not everything's going to be a jewel. Yeah, you know. All right, this next flick here, and uh, or the next flick, this next actress here, I've loved her since the first thing I saw her in. She always plays this unique characters, and she's British, and she kind of she'll go back and forth between playing British characters and uh, American characters, and that's the phenomenal Kelly McDonald. Who arguably one of the more famous things she did is a TV show. She was on Boardwalk Empire. She yeah. played Steve Buscemi's wife, uh, and she was amazing in it. But I think most people, her introduction was uh, at least with me and Dave was Train Spotting. Mm-hmm. She was the teenage girl. Yeah, she met uh, Ewan McGregor at a club, and mm-hmm. she was like super cute, and she's pounding whiskey, and she's got this like short hair, and everyone's trying to hook up with everybody in this Scotland club, and uh, it it was a great scene because you got to see where everyone went from the club, mm-hmm. where. Uh, that was when that one friend and his girlfriend went back to watch the porno they had made, and then Spud went and had sex, and the next morning, you know, uh, <laughs> got the shit yeah, no. But la, la, uh, la, la, la. one of the more, <laughs> one of the funnier ones was with, uh, and she must have been like, I think she was like twenty when this movie came out. She did she full, looked- full frontal nudity, which almost made you feel uncomfortable, even though you knew she was old enough to do that in the movie. Because the very next day, when you and McGregor got up, he went out to the other room expecting to see her and realizes that her whole family's there and you're like holy shit I'm at her parents house why am I at her parents house and then you see her coming down the stairs wearing this super young schoolgirl outfit and you realize oh my god he just picked up like a 15 year old from, oh, from the club uh, <laughs> but she was really great in it and mm. she, she I don't say she blackmailed him but she was sort of <laughs> she, she kind of did She's uh, she kind of did but she was really great in that movie uh and then she went on to, I loved Gosford Park. Do you remember that movie? Uh, it was not. a very uh, artsy and uh, well-known... Is that Elizabeth Hurley's husband? No, it, it starred like... Uh, Hugh Grant? It was a very British it movie. It was a very British movie where a lot of I think of Hugh famous, Grant has to be in a bunch of them. I, I don't think he was, man. You're going to have to just be disappointed on this one. He <laughs> 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 was a man from Uncle. Don't worry about it. Uh, That's right. No, Gosford Park was a... I think it was a Robert Altman movie where it was a whole bunch of uppity British yeah. uh, people that were having a party all at the same time. And she was one of the maids for it, but she had like a key kind of role in the movie. And I always liked it. Uh, Finding Neverland, you ever seen that? The um, She played Peter Pan, which is actually perfect if you know Kelly McDonald, what she looks like. Mm. She's very kind of pixie-like, and she's can, a lot of her roles, she has that kind of short hair in it. Uh, why don't you mention your favorite movie out around there because I know you like to do her voice <laughs> what's in the satchel Llewellyn Llewellyn I'm gonna go see my mom like, your mom of- is dead <laughs> he's like it's filled with money <laughs> that'll be the day <laughs> she was so great in that movie man and that was that East Texan a- accent was crazy and uh, another movie man that we had just recently oh, saw yeah, yeah. was Choke man she was so good in Choke and there's I a liked major, her character was great. I loved her had character had the reveal man. and yeah 
had a major reveal that we won't reveal on this, but uh, she was phenomenal at opposite Sam Rockwell through the whole movie. It was really, really fun to see. Now, do you remember her from any of these movies? I know you. I, she was one that you weren't familiar with, man. I, I, the a lot only, of good movies on here. I, yeah, I've only seen three, actually. I've really? only seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh, No Country for Old Men, and Holmes and Watson, and I just don't really remember her in any of these. Holmes and Watson you don't remember? But that must have been recently you saw that. Uh, no, I saw it back a while ago. Back a while ago. Came out came out on video like three months ago. He oh, left then the, oh, then I must be thinking of the first one. How come he left a date Wait, off no, of that that's one? The, there's no, that's not a sequel. Holmes and Watson is the one with John C. Reilly. Oh, I'm thinking of Sherlock Holmes with uh, oh, Sherlock Robert Holmes. Downey yeah. Jr. He's got the date okay. on every single movie on this entire list except that one. Except that one. <laughs> See? It's your fault. Uh, speaking <laughs> of... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to change the subject. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, she was the redheaded, the voice of the redhead girl in Brave. Like Miranda, mm-hmm. you know, the big uh, yeah. the warrior with the uh, bow and arrow. You never mm-hmm. saw the Disney movie? I, I saw, like, yeah. I, the commercials and for it. And that's who she plays in Ralph was... Breaks the Internet. She plays oh, cool. the brave character. They oh, bring neat. her back for that uh, Ralph Breaks the uh, Internet. Really fun. She also had One a... movie is on, that's on my list to see. Yeah. Because I love the first one. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, I was I'd to have say, to rewatch the first one good. before I saw it, but I uh, saw the second one, but I hear good things about it. I bet it. you she's... The, do you know the Anna Karenina story? Yeah. The... Oh, the real one? Uh, yeah. The, no, I don't remember it. Like the they Russian. Were, yeah, uh, the Russian oligarchs that were trying to sneak out in the middle of the night, and the and I and they got double crossed, and they shot them all huh. to death in the snow, like as they were escaping to relocate. I, it was one of those famous novels that I had never read. But she back was the, in the daughter day. of one of them. I oh, interesting. And I'll have to go back different and watch sto- that. Like the real story is really interesting. Huh. I've never seen this movie. Huh. I but if it does justice to the story, then it's probably pretty. Dramatic. Check that out. Hmm. The uh, major character she came late to play Romanoff, in uh, the in the Harry Potter movies that no one expected to see. But she was one of the clans in Harry Potter is Ravenclaw. You know, you mm-hmm. got Gryffindor, yeah, Ravenclaw, yeah. Slytherin. She was like the main girl that Ravenclaw was named after, and they ended she up showing. They ended up showing. No, she just came on at the end where they were showing. Uh, they were showing the people that started uh, the kind of Harry gotcha. Potter wilderness uh, universe. Because what was great about the Harry Potter movies is you're dealing with the current kind of students who are constantly looking back at the previous students because the previous students were Harry Potter's dad, uh, what's his name, uh, Voldemort before he went evil. You have uh, Alan Rickman's character when he was growing up. That that's a lot of the stuff that I really love about the Harry Potter movies is the kids are dealing with their parents' mistakes and their and their mistakes they've kept hidden for so long in the Harry Potter movies that if they had just revealed them at the beginning. It's kind of like life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will. I am. Which a, is why none of us have kids. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, so I was. None of I us want super kids thrilled. either, right? Not me. Not me Not either. I. You either. <sighs> no. No, That's I've crazy. Just, I have. I can get joy from other people. Uh, yeah, I love kids, man. They're great. But I don't like, know that <laughs> <laughs> I like them when they're somebody else's. Somebody else's. <laughs> I like when they're old enough where you can relate to them. Like, I've obviously I love my 14. nieces and everything, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, even as youngsters, they were kind of like uh, they were like kittens that you just throw in a house and run around. <laughs> look at this! Look at this! Come here and check this out. Yeah, exactly. I, I, it's fun and I love it and everything. But I always got to leave too. Which exactly. Was great. And yeah. it's funny, and I don't want to get off on too big of a tangent, but Dad used to always get upset when we'd run around. Yeah. But we were having fun, and yeah. I was and I was always like, Why does he care what we're doing? We're having fun. But then when you're older and you watch kids, you're like, That's that's <laughs> yeah. like, he didn't want him running around because they exactly. were annoying him not that's, that he would you know, I, I was telling somebody this is real quick I was telling somebody the other day how like my dad when I was a kid used to take me fishing 
but he'd always tell me, you got to remember the number one rule of yeah. fishing is being quiet. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> you don't want to scare fish away. That, or yeah. he doesn't want to listen to That's his bullshit. Kid. That too. <laughs> yeah. Because I've caught fish talking all Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'm not biting that I one. mean, don't throw, I heard, don't throw rocks in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We used to do that too, but <laughs> we probably still caught uh, fish. Now, just like our character actor pod where we finished with Al Young because he, I think he deserved his due as a character actor that not a lot of people know. Can you check her up and, make, and see if she's alive? I, for some reason, I think she just recently died. So I decided to end this character actor's pod with somebody that made such an impact in my life as a movie goer growing up as the amazing Mary Ellen Trainer. She had done 47 movies, the least amount on this list, but it's because she I think she died too. She died May 20th, 2015. 2015. Um 64. Sure. Must have been sure. I'm not doing that. She's going to make shit up. To, just say you don't know. Yeah. What day what day was she born? Uh 52. So 52 to add 2015. 3 and add 3 and uh See, that's why I'm not doing 63. that. 63. Yep, sixty-three. See, exactly. I said sixty-three. Uh, so if you're if you're listening to this, check up Mary Ellen Trainer because I know you'll recognize her immediately when you see her. She's got the '80s written all on, all over her. She's got some of the most well-known roles in this uh, movie, starting from the very first one. There, she played Kathleen Turner's sister that was stuck in Columbia and needed her to bring that map to her. You know, in uh, in oh, Romancing wow. the Stone, in the Goonies, she played the the mom from the Goonies. Yeah. Can you help her mouth translate? Yeah. Can you help her translate? Uh, if you're bad, they'll put, what do you say? They'll put you in the attic. <laughs> I mean, I think for most people, The Goonies or Lethal Weapon are the two movies that people recognize her from. Yeah. She was the psychiatrist that Weapon. kept trying to tell him, you got to take Riggs off yeah. duty, man. Riggs is on the edge. He's going he to He's going to do something crazy. Uh, she was the mom in the Monster Squad. I loved yeah. her in the Monster Squad, man. She ha- she just played that mom and sympathetic character that every time you laid eyes on her, you just kind of felt at ease with who she was. Uh, she also did great movies like Action Jackson. She was in Die Hard. Uh, some of these other movies, man. Who but- was she in Ghostbusters 2? Ghostbusters 2. Now, let me think. Hmm. She must have played in Ghostbusters. I'm trying to two. think of it. I don't know number two as well as this is what one. I like about these character actors. Yeah, it's gives you a chance to talk about. Sometimes we haven't seen the movie. Yep, yep. And the other ones we will never probably put yeah. any movie on the list we hadn't seen. Of course, except for the animals movie that Dave needs to watch time next week. <laughs> I could have, I could have totally gone under the radar. No <laughs> one would have ever known. Uh, so also on this list, let's mention uh, Scrooge and Ricochet. Ricochet is one of those movies we don't talk about enough. That's the Denzel Washington one with um, with Kevin Pollock and what's our guy from Raising Kane? John, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Lithgow. Do you remember Ricochet? I saw it once. Oh, God, yeah. Man. Had that great scene where... Uh, where Denzel Washington has to take his clothes off when he's at that carnival at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he takes his clothes off and he gets oh, famous yeah. for just holding that guy on his underwear and then he comes back and shoots mm-hmm. him. Yeah. But then he kind of fucks up John Lithgow's plan. So the whole rest of the movie is him trying to fuck over Denzel Washington. Remember they drug him and they, he drugs him and put him in, puts him in that empty pool and he just starts going crazy, man. Oh, wow. Love Ricochet. Um, uh, not yes. sure he's in So in uh, Ghostbusters 2, it just says uh, Brownstone Mother. Brownstone mother, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, oh. that must have been where Sigourney was. Sigourney lived at one of those brownstones, so it mm. could have been that. She played one of the officers in Cuffs that was oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, Christian right. Slater was kind of <laughs> her new boss and everything. She was great in that, man. What a great movie. Was uh, that Robbie Coltrane? Was he? Not Robbie Coltrane. No. Who was Tony the, Goldwyn. Who was the big dude that boxed him? Oh, yeah. He was kind of a nobody. Yeah, he's just a... I liked him. Uh, yeah, he was really he great was really in that, good. but I don't think I, re- I... I recognize him in my head, but I don't think he was a, he was a That was a very... <clears throat> that was a very 90s movie. Yeah. We loved like, it in the 90s. That was like... He was still doing the talking. He broke the fourth wall a few times. To yep. the But he was famous for that sort of... But did he do... We had Pump Up in the Volume earlier on this uh, yeah. thing. I'm wondering when Pump Up the Volume was... See if I can find Pump it here. Was yeah, with, oh, there it is. 90. Ninety. So yeah, Cuffs was two years after that. But that was one of the first times that we saw somebody blatantly breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you saw it in obviously Ferris Bueller, but it was very Ferris Bueller esque. Where, and you can't do that very often unless you have a super charismatic actor that can pull that shit mm-hmm. off. And Christian Slater at that time was was great. I remember how much damn fun that movie was when we saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part. Was was the guy from Ghost Tony Goldwyn was yeah. borrowing the wife's driving the yeah. chief's Corvette Jesus. around yeah. mm-hmm. and he wrecks it oh, oh shit up, <laughs> oh, I love the scene where he's uh, where Christian Slater's all tied up with the dog oh, yeah. howl and the they dog doing... farts not fart howl but remember they were doing subtitles <laughs> they were the subtitling him and everything ah, it was a great awesome. scene where Tony Goldwyn they, they keep bleeping out the F words where him and Cody Goldwyn are going back and forth oh, yeah, swearing yeah, yeah, to each yeah. other and I was like weird I was like why are they bleeping out the F words and at the very last one they left it in so it must have been to the point where this is a PG-13 would, yeah, movie you would have been already yeah, yeah, we're we're one. but so we the, still want him to swear that but movie. we still want him to swear it was so funny how they did that it was like these weird that movie had some weird stuff so they could get away with it yeah but i, I loved how it they kind of went against regular movie making you know they broke yeah. the fourth wall they did that weird thing with the swear words it, it was fun man uh greedy she was one of the uh the, the relatives uh, the relatives yeah. man that wanted uh if you haven't seen money. that movie God, such michael great j movie, fox right yeah, yeah michael and, uh, j fox what's and, her name uh, from so i married an Axmer, right nancy travis no. uh, nancy travis nancy yeah travis. nancy travis was in it phil hartman phil hartman was so yeah. good at it man and it had a crazy twist ending yep. to it and, like uh, double what was twist our, almost uh, kirk Kurt Douglas, right? Kurt yeah. Douglas, Douglas was the yeah. matriarch of the family. Yeah. Super fun. That was one of those movies a lot of people don't talk about. Uh, Little Giants. Little Giants, he was, she was Rick Al Bundy's wife or Rick Moranis' wife? Rick Moranis' wife. It was Rick Moranis' wife. wife? Yeah. Yeah. I see that again. Yeah, she was really good. Such a great movie. Uh, Congo, I'm not sure who she was in Congo. Executive Decision, I'm pretty sure she was one of the uh, stewardesses. stewardesses. Yeah. Uh, along with Halle, and Halle, Berry. Halle Berry and yeah. uh, President Dumbass's uh, ex-flame, Marla Maples. Was oh, really? She was great in that. Marla huh. Maples, I loved in that. Um, Grand Canyon, I had mentioned that earlier, was very similar to the uh, Big Chill. She was one of the uh, the main actresses in that. Scrooged? Was she, she the brother's was... wife? Um, I'm wondering if she was... We might not know. She didn't work at up. the studio? I'm pretty sure she might have been one of the brother's wives. Remember the brother yeah, uh, who yeah, were having yeah, that yeah. family night and everything? yeah. yeah. Because, or she could have been working at the... No, she uh, was one of the studio people. She was one of the studio people? Yeah, because here's the picture of her talking to Bill Murray right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's she's some kind of studio head there. She always had that look, man. She always rocked that hair and had that uh, 80s look to her, man, all the way till the end. Uh, Because I don't know what she did after executive decision, because she died in 2015. I have until 96 on here. She, She may have done, like, little TV stints. And everything, or maybe she just left the business, man. But like I said, the first thing I saw her in Romancing the Stone was such a major, major movie that it almost kicked off all of these movies here. Uh, four. I mean, those first, what, ten movies on there were like 
These are all were, good movies. They're yeah. all great movies, man. And it's one of those uh, actresses that, like, it's the same, the main reason why we do all these is because these are actresses or actors that people don't recognize their name, that people should recognize who Mary Ellen Trader is. Then they They'll do. all recognize them, their face. Yeah, just not the names. Just not yeah. The name. It's weird. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I, I think... Um, I've used a lot of my useless think it, brain information to memorize it. Uh, I had it. could go yeah, to other see, stuff. I have... The older you get, you have to get rid of some of that stuff. <laughs> I refuse if you to keep, if you want to yeah. forget. I forget how to brush my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you who Mary Ellen Trader is. My wife can remind me who that, how to brush my teeth. She <laughs> might not be able to remind Just me who Mary Ellen Trader is. hold your teeth and shake your head really quick. <laughs> 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 I don't want to be like the guy. <laughs> I don't want to be like the guy from Weird Science. Where it's showing the picture to the, uh, where the wife's showing the picture to the yeah. father. Yeah. It's our son. It's yeah. our I don't son, know Gary. you're talking about. I don't know this Sherry <laughs> there he is it's Gary it's Gary <laughs> oh so much fun yeah so that's our our list of the uh, top 15 character actresses in our this is our second or third character actresses second uh, second is it second we second. didn't do a third one huh no huh. I'm pretty sure this is our I third I think we could be maybe. I think it's our third uh, I can he look up know. he would know well I have a list right here that can pull up <laughs> super Does it fast. say number three? Will it say three right yeah. on it? Yeah. I knew it would. Well no, this one's three, so it so it is our third one. Yeah. Yeah. We did character back in nineteen uh, we were episode you we were just saying something different. Back in uh, <laughs> episode seventy eight you can hear character actresses one, in eighty seven is character actresses two, and now this is episode ninety six. Ninety six, man. Woo. Woo. We're getting down there. Almost the there. I remember when he pitched it to me. I was like, "What are we gonna do after episode 50? <laughs> Start again?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting down to 100. And like I said earlier, we could I'd start again at 100, and nobody, yeah. we, we wouldn't remember what we said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to go back and make a list. I have a list of all my top fives, but I, I no, would have to. I go mean, back don't and... even look at them. Just do. Yeah, well, I don't want to repeat. <laughs> we have the exact same episode. It's so crazy. But you'll say something different about <laughs> we, it. We could make it to 200 for I, sure. See, I, I'm challenging myself. I'm I'm dedicated. Unless it's a part one or part two, I don't think we need to repeat ourselves. There's so many different things out there. We did movie scores already. Not yet. That's that's. Yeah, we didn't something. do uh, 80s comedies yet. Yeah. We only did one, probably. <laughs> well, no, we, we did, did four. four. <laughs> we did a part four. Uh, we have done four? We yeah. did a part four. Okay. We did one every did like we do three weeks. In, did we do them all in a row? No, we did no. one every three weeks or yeah. something like that. And it was good. No, it was not hard coming up with no. those. That's the reason we knew it could easily be done. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, like I said earlier, we teased we're going to do Animals next week. And then... Uh, Fucked Up Movies Part 2. No, Dark Comedies. <laughs> Are going to be Leonard the Park week six. after that. Yep. <laughs> it's dark now. <laughs> uh, I, I always love dark comedies, man. If I could, uh, and you'll know dark comedies when you hit. If it's anything fucked up or anyone's dying in it, we could do a movies by scumbags. <laughs> yeah, oh, good, because no, I've no, got no. a bunch of those that I like. There's a feel like there's no, a good I don't list. need scumbags in the. <laughs> Mine will be all James Woods movies. <laughs> It's like, why is these guys giving so much credit to this guy? He's an ass. <laughs> so, yeah, so that'll be it. And then we'll probably, in the next uh, two months, we'll ta- tackle another character, actor, actresses pod. I, I love that uh, with these big budget movies that we're going through that we can give all these small little actors who are just 
out there living the life and trying to scrap to get uh i mean i would think with residual checks and with as much people as some of these actors i mean they got like 250 movies under their belt yeah. and some people even don't even get 20 it, bucks a month it's, one. it's insane that you can do 200 movies and there's still people out there that don't know who the fuck you are you yeah, know right? but the industry people know who you are and your bank account knows who you are and your resume yeah your resume i mean <laughs> i'm sorry it needed three pages yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you're listening to us on SoundCloud and iTunes, you can leave us a message or a comment. We'd appreciate it. We can also find us on uh, Facebook at Fascinated with Films, and you can uh, send us an email at fascinatedwithfilms at gmail.com. And we will be back with you next week, like I said, with animals. So we'll see if we can come up with some out of the box. Anything that deals with animals that's not like a cursory. Oh, I got a good one. Oh, we just hit him. Yes. We just hit him. Sea biscuit. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a ton, man. I know I'm going to forget a lot uh, on my list, so I'm going to have to kind of really cut through and uh, see which ones I can come up with that may be out of the box. So, yeah. All right. Till then. See you. Peace. Bye. I must seek Buddha. I must seek Christ. You must seek therapy. <laughs>